What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. My mind's playing tricks on me. Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find, but nothing seems to give me sweet relief. Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find, but every time it seems I lose my mind. My mind. Oh, I. It's self helpless with Kelsey Cook. Delaney Fisher and Taylor Tomlinson. Hey guys, how are you? Welcome to Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. I'm Delaney Fisher. And uh, we're happy to be here today. We're doing a little intro for our Burt Kreischer episode, which is uh, coming up shortly for you folks. How are you? <laughs> hey, how are you? Welcome to Self Helpless. I'm like, ooh, are we a bagel shop? Yeah, no, it's like, it's kind of like, can you, you want some fries with God, that? I can't. It's, the, it's my broadcast background where it's really hard for me to not get into like, and we're going to be talking talking to you in this way in a little yeah. bit for a little while it's just so like oh like sorry i like it nice and npr uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. how are you guys are we good we're good we good we're great. We busy but we good. So we are busy, busy. Yeah. <gasps> you guys we I, I hope by the time this comes out which is in we're recording this like three days before this episode comes out yeah um we've been on the itunes charts for five days <gasps> yeah so that's excited. awesome and we're climbing yeah. yeah every every day it's like we're up five to ten spots which is really cool this is crazy I like yeah. when we started this episode, a mere what? No, this episode, this podcast, like twenty episodes ago. This is our twenty-first episode. Yeah, something like that. Something um, in, the, in the early twenties. Yeah, sure. our one of our earliest goals was to get featured on iTunes. Right. And this isn't like this isn't quite in the new and noteworthy section yet, but to be on the charts of iTunes is a huge goal accomplished for and us. Like this is crazy. Charts. Yeah, we just really appreciate because it's it's a lot of hard work and like coordinating schedules and trying to keep on track. It's like yeah. it's nice to get a little recognition. Like, oh, we're on the right track. You guys yeah. are awesome. We Thank you, you for you listening to us. Yeah, because we this you. we've been getting so many nice messages from people telling us how it's helped them, telling us how yeah. it's like gotten them on track. Because I mean, Delaney, talk about your week of like getting some stuff done. Because you oh. were saying we were talking about it last week, where you were like, I feel like I haven't been doing the self help stuff that we have been discussing on the podcast. Yeah. Whereas like I feel like I 
totally have. Do you yeah, feel like that, Kelsey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally yeah. implementing it. I have you just, had a great week. Yeah, I've been just reading the books as homework and then pretty much not adapting to anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've been real bad, you guys. Um, so I've, you know, I've been pretty open about like I really want to transition from stand up into acting and stuff like that. Um, I found a therapist I'm going to start going to who kind of specializes in creatives uh, in the industry with you know anxiety and stuff like that to kind of ease with my transition a little bit. I've been setting up coffee meetings with my friends who are in the acting world and doing very well just to get some advice and feedback. Um, and there is a very nice uh, acting manager kind of helping me get set up with stuff so I can kind of have a foundation uh, to then go off and do, do things. So I'm just kind of getting recommendations and trying to navigate this whole new thing that yeah. I am terrified of, but uh, so I feel like I you. need to do it. I need to try it. Yes. I've always wanted to try it and I feel like I need to really try it this time. I've always been like kind of half-assed that world and I actually want to try it this time. So we'll see. Yeah. I think you're crushing it. I'm so proud of you. Oh, yeah. It's so, so nice. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, Delaney, you do oh, so much. So do you, Kelsey, for the record. But like, <laughs> thank you. Delaney, you do so much for the podcast. Like, oh, yeah. Things, like, oh, I don't sweet. even think we think about sometimes. <laughs> you're just like, how about this? What if we got this going? What are all the these housekeeping emails? you My do yes. is like shit would slip through the cracks like we'd be the paperclip people that don't even see the paperclips yes. falling and delaney's the brian of the group the brian uh, regan that's like wait what like, yeah we gotta catch those paperclips girls and then we uh, get we touch down on a, a tarmac and we're like oh no look at all these texts <laughs> so many of our group our group chat texts are like i think kelsey's on a plane i think taylor's on a plane <laughs> all right when they get back yeah i'll land and uh, we'll literally say 24 unread text messages from just you two yep and i'm so late to the conversation that the only thing that makes sense to say is like all this sounds good yep. <laughs> like two thumbs up to everything i'm not gonna go through each individual thing sounds, you said sounds Just amazing know yeah. that i agree with it all oh. yeah oh no so i enjoy nice. it because i love this but i also have like major ocd and I've, i think i've talked to you guys about how i've been like hyper focusing on shit yeah. i'll yeah. have like hyper focus on something for three days and then i'll move on to something else and then i'll hyper focus on like this new topic or new project and then like i sometimes i won't even look at this stuff for months and months and then i'll go back to it so that that's why I'm like, I think I should probably talk to somebody because I just felt a little bit extra OCD, a little bit more than usual. Um, and did you so, talk about the Accutane stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Because God. this was yes. this was a crazy... Yes, I'm a moron. Um, so oh, no. You're not of, a moron, yeah, by the of, way. It's an unusual yeah, side I effect. I forgot. So I know you guys, I, we, we've talked about skin issues a bunch of times on this podcast. I've been having these back and forth skin issues for about two years, and I've tried other stuff. Nothing was working. I went on Accutane when I was like 15 uh, for about five months. It cleared up my skin for 10 years. And so I did some research, and it turns out like a lot of people need to go on a second dose and then it never is a problem again so i got you know the proper you know documentation everything to get cleared to go on accutane again and i've been on it for maybe a month and a half and uh started feeling a little bit extra crazy uh and yeah oh. one of the side effects is just kind of it, it can enhance any kind of underlying disorders ocd oh. anxiety all that stuff so i'm like oh I, that made me feel oh, better that, that I'm like, okay, this is temporary. I'm not losing my shit. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because I mean it's weird because I didn't ex I didn't experience any of those side effects as a 15 year old. I experienced other ones, you know, but not like this. Um, so yeah, 
I know it's temporary. I feel fine, but I think it's good to uh, get into therapy anyway to try yeah. to ease with like this whole career transition that I'm trying to do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Absolutely. Medications are crazy. so crazy. They affect everything. Yeah, and I didn't even, even birth think control. About it. Yeah. Yeah, birth I control felt, is one of the oh, worst. Man, I've such, been, but oof. it feels like such a basic thing that shouldn't. Oh mess yeah, with but anything. when you're fucking with hormones, I mean, hormones regulate yeah. so much. Yeah. I've been a crazy bitch on birth control before. Really? I've, like the one I'm on now is, I think, the fifth one I've tried because the other ones made wow. me feel bipolar. Like I had <gasps> crazy mood swings. Like I would be in a state of like euphoria and a little bit manic. And then I'd just be hysterically crying for no reason. Yeah. My mom had to pick me up from a summer camp in the middle of the woods because I fucking lost my mind. I had like a meltdown. Oh my gosh. That's so good. like, yeah, I've I've never experienced that from birth control. Usually medications don't really affect me much. So I'm a sensitive little Gus. Yeah. Medications. Yeah. Yeah. It really. I tried a couple at first, but the first two just made me feel sick. Like they made me feel nauseous. Yeah. And then the one I'm on now, like it, it's great. It doesn't. I haven't had a period in years. It's amazing. That's oh so man, crazy. that would scare me. Yeah. I would yeah. just think I'm pregnant every month. It is a little. Well, <laughs> there's that. You gotta, you gotta keep an eye on that. Keep but, an eye on know. it. <laughs> yeah. Did I tell you? I mean, I say it in my act a little bit, but how I took Claritin for my allergies for like four months. This was years ago, and the whole time I was on it, I thought I had a bladder infection. Like I <gasps> felt like I had to pee every two minutes, and when I when I peed it kind of like hurt and felt weird and I just thought I had a UTI all the time doctors would test me and they're like well there's nothing in your urine sample that says you have a UTI but I'll give you antibiotics because you have all the classic symptoms four months I went on like this I was in a relationship at the time it was agony like sex hurt it was awful I again peeing all the time literally every like two to five minutes finally I went to a urologist they did, they put like a tube in my urethra. Oh my God. One of the worst pains I've ever experienced in my life. Ugh. They did all these tests. They couldn't find anything. And finally she just looks at my medication chart and goes, how long have you been on Claritin or Clarinex, whatever? I was like four months. She's like, how long have you been having these symptoms? I was like four months. She goes, you're allergic to your allergy medicine. Oh, oh And I was like, what? She goes, it's making your urethra spasm. <gasps> So it was a muscle reaction. Like that was the allergic reaction my body was having that was making my urethra spasm all the time, which makes you feel like you have to pee constantly and it hurts. So again, allergic Uh, to an allergy medicine, which is so fucked. so nice. So fucked. But um, yeah, that's like with you saying, oh my God, I can't even believe that it's giving my OCD an edge. Right. It's like the shit that you don't even realize. Right. A urethra spasm yeah, from an allergy like medicine? Yeah. What? Yeah, Dude. exactly. Yeah, it's a mad lib for sure. It's crazy. I mean, I felt, I yeah, I talked to you on the phone. Like, I felt like so nuts that I wouldn't even think about the Accutane thing. I'm like, oh my God, duh. But once I did, I felt much better. Yeah. So I could be a little bit. You could separate yourself in my from head. it a little bit. I was like, oh, okay, I'm fine. And then I felt a, a lot like I haven't been hyper-focusing that much. But by the way, I went on Accutane and in four days, my skin was clear. It's, not yeah. even exaggerating four days later all those weird crazy little bumps were gone it's so crazy, now i know yeah. like it's been an internal thing the whole the whole time maybe just like my skin issues look different as an adult but it's worth every fucking crazy penny let me tell you <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm having a great time with my skin yeah. your skin does look amazing yeah, thank it does you look yes it's, it's nice to be back you worth guys. every crazy penny <laughs> oh, i love that um <laughs> should right. we read the review of the week to send a shirt oh, to yes. our person let's do that um Absolutely. we've been getting so many amazing ones lately you guys are just 
we're seriously on the verge of tears all the time they're so nice but we uh we're getting so many great ones and we want to send a free shirt every week um that we're doing a review raffle now like a shirt raffle every week we're going to draw a name um from the people who have left a new review that week so this is who we drew um it's by megan elaine it's called self-helpless is my new self-help she says taylor kelsey and delaney thank you for making me laugh and feel connected at a point in my life when i felt totally disconnected from everything including myself your podcast was recommended to me by my best friend also named kelsey after i opened up to her about being depressed going back on on anxiety meds after being off of them for three years and for starting therapy with a new therapist usually yoga helps but my studio where i had practiced for three years went out of business i live in a rural part of ohio girl i'm sorry (laughs) um where yoga studios aren't exactly on every corner so i've been struggling for months to find a new place that feeds my soul especially because i was mostly doing aerial yoga which does not exist anywhere else in my area so badass um while listening to your podcast i decided to drive to a studio 40 minutes away from my house which i previously didn't want to do because i hate driving that freaking far but on my drive i basically hung out with you guys which made the drive so enjoyable and i ended up loving the new studio because of this podcast i have gotten better listening to you is so therapeutic and the extra motivator needed to go to a new studio after spending three months of feeling this awful suffocating depression my nights of listening to you and going to yoga have begun to fill me with energy and joy have any of you tried yoga uh any type of practice i would love if you guys did an episode on yoga as a means of self-help that was very nice we've all read this already i'm like <laughs> i'm already i'm just oh i'm yeah. like tearing up like yeah that was really so sweet sweet oh my god yeah and that's awesome driving 40 minutes to take care of yourself that's you Good deserve a pat you. on the back because a lot of yeah. people won't do that and super important and yeah. yeah that's great you got to keep what you love in your life and we do want to do an episode about yoga soon yeah. i've talked before talked about, about that. loving hot yoga i've been practicing that for a few years and so we'll definitely do an episode soon so yeah. megan elaine if you want to email us Email us at selfhelplesspodcast at gmail.com and tell us what size shirt and what color you want, either blue or black. We will happily send you a shirt for free. Yeah, absolutely. Yay. Oh, that's so nice. So yeah. nice. Yeah. You guys are the best ever. Like, yeah, oh, man, I just, we get the <laughs> we best you. messages yeah. ever. It's crazy. Uh, We're our, so grateful. This week's quotable also comes from a fan uh, on our Instagram, which we have an Instagram now, if you guys want to check that out. <laughs> yeah, Self Helpless uh, Podcast. Yep, yeah, there you go. Uh, it's from Laura, um, I'm going to say B because I don't know how to say her. It's, it looks like Beeble, but that doesn't sound right. Okay. So we're going to say Laura B. Uh, sliding into your DM because I saw this quote today and my first thought was, holy shit, this needs to be a quotable on self-help. <laughs> <laughs> and she's a, it, the quote is, ultimately, we know deeply that the other side of every fear is a freedom. Marilyn Ferguson <sighs> said, BT Dubs love the podcast. You guys make at least one hour of work a week fun. That's great. Uh, Can you read that quote for me one more time? Yes. Yeah. Ultimately, we know deeply that the other side of every fear is a freedom. God, that's so true it's such a good one mm. i sent her a thing immediately and was like love this we'll definitely <laughs> have to use this quote on the next episode we record yeah so yeah i mean it's so true like with stand up with anything worth doing is usually really scary oh yeah and the minute you clear it you're like oh that doesn't right that doesn't control me yeah the sense of relief that you can get after Mm -hmm. doing something oh my god you can feel like a new person yeah Yeah. wow that i feel like that speaks to uh 
comics really strongly as well yeah, with like totally. that resistance we feel every day to write or do the thing that we're like, oh, this is going to, I don't really want to face the notebook or whatever. But as soon as you do it, always feels way better. Yeah. I, absolutely. And like, you know, if you have a, a regular job or something, you know, asking for a promotion or like trying to make friends with someone at yeah, work right. or, you know, just going to a new yoga class, like all those things take courage to do like Absolutely. doing anything outside of your normal schedule Absolutely. i think takes a degree of courage and dude yeah i yeah. get nervous just like going for a run by myself because i think i look stupid you know really? what i mean like even that is like okay i can do this i'm just gonna go run around my neighborhood yeah and just not give a shit what people think but yeah i'm like oh god is my pa- is my posture weird like i think well, about you that should start wearing a bra <laughs> <laughs> that might help <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're really all the over the place these days just chest. kidding yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah no but even something like that i'm like okay i can i can do this no, nobody cares like nobody, nobody cares about me cares. nobody cares about what i'm doing Ugh. but like i'll pass somebody and like oh should i slow down do i look weird doing this really yeah like i get like weird thanks for anxiety. opening up about that yeah, not I to get... sound like a therapist yeah. but like that's <laughs> thank you cool you're welcome kelsey. <laughs> kelsey i just want your approval um but yeah no i just like that is even a weird kind of struggle of mine just like going for a run and trying not to think about looking like an idiot yeah in public oh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> is super hot and cool so if she's worried about yeah. people looking at her everyone is yeah okay. someone said in a recent review when i grow up i want to be delaney i oh, saw that like that so was nice. so sweet i'm like i would like to hear more about that just like, i left what that. is I feel it that way. what is it that i'm doing that i don't know because yeah. i feel very lost so somebody saying that to me is, is so crazy sweet. because you seem to me like you know yourself the best and that you've the... got your shit together yeah oh, maybe. i feel like me I and kelsey know. are freaking out a lot of the time yeah i, I feel, feel like, like you guys like... shouldn't be it's so funny when you think when you get together and talk about this because like for me it's like you guys have your shit together and i don't you know so you guys know what you want to do and you know what you want out of your life and i'm still like i don't know try this for a bit and then meanwhile delaney's typing out lists in word document and printing them out and bringing them to our meetings and we're like oh my god i feel like a piece of shit like you're so organized like do you know how many google docs kelsey and i have sent zero do you know zero 14 yeah so many google docs i don't even know how to make one Yeah. yeah it's so funny kelsey and i have had talks like this too about our careers where we've just both been like you feel that way i feel that way yeah, yeah. why do you feel that way you have everything going for you i know we're you both know, like I, yeah what <laughs> we both look at each other like i don't understand how you could possibly feel that way that makes no sense yeah. but it's true like everybody's experience we're so zoomed in to ourselves and it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. nice to know that you're not alone yeah when you're, when you're navigating your life <laughs> It's so comforting. Even when, like, you know, celebrities on talk shows go like, oh, no, I'm really anxious. And you're like, oh, thank God. Like, yeah. even yeah. if I were, you know, whoever, I would still be messed up. Yeah. You know? It never stops. Never stops. It's a relief right. and a tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, why I love our little community of just, like, cool-ass really people. Do. Yeah. Who are dealing with stuff and being honest about it. It's and are probably amazing. Dude, so awesome. And just awesome. need to be reminded. Yeah. So you nice. You guys are great. Um, yeah. Let's oh, yeah. do a... Uh, we again to plug this so this is coming out on monday october 30th our show at the hollywood improv is tonight it's our live self-helpless show we're excited we're gonna be doing some stand-up and we're gonna be recording a live podcast so again if you're in la costumes oh yes wear your costume because the best one wins a prize happy early halloween everybody um you can buy our t-shirts online and at the live shows they're 25 bucks online we ship them for free Mm -hmm. Um, and they're 20 bucks if you come see us live yes 
selfhelplesspodcast.com. Yep, selfhelplesspodcast. Yeah. yeah. And then we're going to plug our individual social media, and then we're going to get into this Burt episode. So I'm at Kelsey Cook on Twitter, Kelsey Cook Comedy on Instagram, and KelseyCook.com for tour dates. At Delaney Fisher, DelaneyFisher.com for all things Delaney Fisher. Yes. Ooh. Uh, I'm at T Tom Comedy on uh, Instagram, at Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter, and T Tom Comedy.com for my website and live shows. Yay. Uh, real quick, just to set up the episode, Burt Kreischer, very funny stand up comedian. You might have seen his viral clip uh, about him getting involved with the Russian mafia. Yes. Uh, if you don't know of him, super funny. Go check it out for sure. He's had, you know, TV shows on Travel Channel, all this stuff. Yes. Uh, what he is doing this month or has been doing this month is sober october it's a challenge he's doing with some other big comedians joe rogan ari shafir uh basically where he's not going to do anything no smoking weed no drinking mostly the drinking is his main thing because bert has really created this uh this this I don't want to say persona because it is who he is. Like a party brand. Party brand. A brand. There we go. He's like, just, he goes, like, I've gone on the road with him and he's, it's amazing to me. He'll drink on stage. He'll drink after the show with all the fans. Like, he'll hang out. He's very accessible. Um, So he's had this thing where he felt like he was drinking way too much and needed to, like, stop for a month. And, uh, you know, it was interesting to talk to him about it because yeah. he he seems to be enjoying it. So uh, we're excited to, to have you guys listen. Uh, if you're a comedy fan, I'm sure you've heard of him or heard him on a podcast before. He's uh, he's one of the podcast greats. Yeah. Yes. So Very uh, yeah. enjoy it. Everybody. Yeah. All right. That's all we have. <laughs> oh, and we're also going to be at Hollywood Improv November 28th, which yep. is a Tuesday. Yes, but if you can come tonight, come tonight because there's no time like the present. Yeah, that is true. And it's Halloween. It's gonna be so fun. We're gonna all be in costumes. Yeah. All right. Enjoy this episode with Burt Kreischer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Did you see the girls when you came in? No, no. Oh. I, I would have liked to. How are they? Yeah. Are they good? Yeah, yeah. George is growing up. Oh, it would be hard to do what we did the first time with them. Now, really? Yeah, George is a little like self-conscious. Okay, how old is she again? Uh, thirteen, and oh, she's yeah. and she's like thirteen is an age. Mm. Yeah. Is she like a little shy on camera now? Do you think? Uh, yeah, I think now she realizes her friends see shit. Okay. I wonder if that's part of the thing that's oh. going on with her. Is that like, uh, you know. That I'm on Instagram and I'm, you know, and like I'm, I'm in my speedo and I don't. I wonder if like, wonder if she's embarrassed of me, you know. You've never talked to her about it. No, she asked me to stop saying. I used to do this thing with the girls I was obsessed with, where I would drop them off school and then I go. They start walking with their line and oh, I go. God. I go. I love you. Isla, I love you. And she go. I love you. I go. No. No. I love you. No, I love you too. I go, Isla, I love, and I yell it at the top of my lungs. I do it to George and Isla. All the parents thought it was hilarious because they know me. And there was one PE teacher who was like, who is that annoying dad? And Isla was like, that's, that's actually my dad. And she was like, oh, sorry. But like, but Georgia this year, 
I did it to her, and she said to me, I went to drop her off at school one day. She goes, why, why do you do that? And I said, I don't know. I said, I'd like to, I'd like to tell you I love you. She goes, yeah, but I know you love me. Yeah. And I said, oh, she's yeah. getting older. And I was it's like, I was like, does it embarrass you? And she's like, no, it's just like, like, I don't know everyone. And so, like, it's a bigger school. So, like, you do that, and then people look at me weird. And, and I was like, oh. Oh, it didn't oh, even God. occur to you? I didn't occur that <laughs> I'm just totally. like, this is a great bit. <laughs> I am crushing yeah. this for a while. <laughs> things I'm hilarious. And yeah. so, and so, but Isla is still so young. She's like, I like it. Keep doing it to me. How old is she? Isla's 11. Isla, we're, we're going through a lot of stuff right now with, um, Georgia being a teen and Isla not. And Isla yeah. and I are connecting harder than we've ever connected. Isla and I have yeah. always had a rift because she's a lot like Leanne. She doesn't like love. She doesn't like, she's like, stay the fuck away she from me. She doesn't like love. <laughs> yeah. Leanne doesn't. Leanne. Isla seems awesome. Yeah. I, Leanne, <laughs> like. Leanne could live in a cave and not speak to humans and be fine with it. Dude, I think me and Leanne would be like best friends. Oh, yeah. yeah like. Leanne. And their friendship would have no communication. Yeah, exactly. Just sit she could nothing. very easily, if you said, hey, listen, new rule, Trump outlaws physical touch, they would be like, cool. Cool, we got Perfect. that. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that, right, Bert? Yeah. I feel like Isla's kind of a ham. I mean, she was the one in the video who was super just goofy and kind of, I feel like she's got more of that performer gene that you have than uh, than maybe Georgia does. She doesn't know she has it, though. Oh, really? She's oblivious to it. Okay. She's just she's, pure. I t- I'm sure I've told you this. I'm like, um, but I'll say it again. I've tried it on stage. It doesn't really work. We were in uh, Gelson's Cross Street and... Yeah. Uh, we were in the produce section, and I was pushing the cart, and she rams this lady in the heels. Did I tell you this? No, you didn't she tell me She rams that. this lady in the heels with her cart, and the lady's like, oh, my. And I go, Isla. She's like, what? <laughs> I go, baby, you just hit the lady. I go, ma'am, I'm so sorry. And she goes, it's okay, like, because it's a little girl. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. It's okay, and walks away. I go, baby, be careful. We're in the chips aisle, and oh. Isla hits a dude with the cart, and, and he's like, hey. And Isla's like, I go, Isla. And she was like, what? And I go, baby, you're hitting people in the back of the heels. <laughs> We're in, the meat, we're in the meat section, and she hits another person in the heels no. hard as shit. The Asian guy. And I go, Isla. And the guy's like, don't worry. It's so fine. And he didn't talk like that. But he walks away. Like, and I go, rushing. baby, that's three fucking people. And she goes, I like the look on their face when I do it. Oh, my gosh. Doing cart bits. She likes, she likes to that's see. That's her I love you. Yeah, she, oh. she likes to see them. The. I don't know. It's like She's this like gamble Steve-o. of like. Oh. oh my god! Yeah, She's doing like physical comedy in Ralph. She is so <laughs> bizarre. She's just such a weird kid. I think she has a crush on Halston. Oh really? She kept coming out here the whole time and like oh, she wanted to be out sweet. here the whole time. That's and I we, could see that. And yeah. we all went like to like a Peter Parker kind of a vibe. Yeah, he's got. yeah, yeah. We all <laughs> went to uh, we all went to uh, Guitar Center yesterday. <laughs> and then and she was walking around with Halston and they were like and we by the way I just met him. Yeah. Very nice oh, guy. Right. Yeah, he was a really nice guy. He was walking down the street, and, we, and I, I was having a catch with Isla. So many, it's so funny how many people uh, recognize me, not maybe as much as me, but like like walking up and down our streets. We live by a lot of stuff. Right. Yeah. So people will recognize me, and then I'll see them, and then they'll say something like, uh, I think I actually saw you with your parenting your kids one time. And I'm like, <laughs> I, took a, I took a meeting with this writer, and I'm like, talk, like we're trying to figure out a sitcom. And he goes, actually, I, I actually know who you are. I said, you do? And he goes, yeah, I've actually, my wife and I tell stories about you because we've seen you parent your kids. Oh, that's like, so funny. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah, one time you were riding on your bike with a cigar and a cocktail, oh and you were arguing with your kids on whether or not son of a bitch was a bad word. <laughs> and I was like, that sounds exactly like me. 
And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, did we come to a conclusion? And he's like, no. But your daughters kept saying son of a bitch. Was a b-. They kept saying son of a bitch. And he's like, and you kept going, no, it's not a bad word. You can totally say son of a bitch. Are you not used to, because obviously you're doing extremely well and selling out everywhere and just like blowing up. Are you still getting used to how well you're doing financially i'm sure as opposed to just because i mean as a comic even when you you're doing well or you get a windfall of cash from something you almost don't trust it i feel like where you're just like you're, you're not like that you yeah. never trust oh, you're okay, good. i yeah. never yeah. trust it never because yeah. you don't know where you're gonna be next year you're like this yeah. could be next year's <laughs> yeah. paycheck also right. it gets worse it gets worse really? oh, well yeah like you've been you've been with me on this tour not everywhere but you've been a lot with me mm-hmm and uh, you don't get used to it, but you get used to these. You get used to selling out. You get used to knowing all shows are sold out. That's a really good yeah. feeling. Before you go there, when all shows are sold out, you're like, okay, things are in the right direction. And then just when you get used to that, like right now, I'm like, and I'm not. I haven't shot any videos for Chicago. I'm in Chicago next week, mm-hmm. and uh, and I just got ticket counts on both Saturdays where shows are sold out. The, by the way, that yeah. for just so for everyone listening, the way a club works. Uh, and, I, and I'm sure you guys know this as well, but I will say from my perspective, mm-hmm. once you sell out one show before you get there, all shows will sell out. Really? Oh, because everybody yeah. sees that and they go, oh, well, no, it, what it is is uh, then it's it's just like uh, filling up filling up cups. Like, you know, you ever fill up, uh, you ever see a pyramid of champagne cups and they fill oh, the top yeah. one? Once that top Trickle one down. fills yeah. up, all they all start filling up. Yeah. So once you sell out one, your late Saturday show is the one that sells out first. Mm. Once you sell that out, uh, then they all start selling out. Thursday's a hard one always because you got to get people really out of the house. Yeah. But um, and then once you, once you start selling out shows before you even go and you don't have to do press and you're doing press as a favor to the club and then you get really comfortable with it and you're like, okay, all right, things are going good. And as soon as that's happening, everyone's like, time to do a theater tour. Yeah. And you're like, oh fuck! <laughs> now I gotta aggregate all these people that I learned, right? That, yeah. that I taught for like years. Hey, find me at the Schomburg Improv. Right now, I'm like, yo, yo, I'll be at the Fillmore. Like, hey, I'm gonna be at the House of Blues in Chicago. I understand parking's a bitch there. There's a lot I don't know about that. Oh, by the way, the tour's happening at noon. The shows, (laughs) like, I'm doing two two tours next year, and one is a evening tour that'll happen later in the year. But the first one is a Colin Sick to Work show tour. Oh, it's all only those shows. That is a. I mean, I haven't I haven't announced the tour yet, but I will speak very broadly of it. It is. Multiple cities in a tour bus with oh maybe two other comics maybe not I would like mm-hmm. ideally I'd love two other comics to do it with me to carry the burden of, carry the burden of drinking in the mornings oh yeah. but it, I was <laughs> gonna say oh, but the brand I mean the brand has been just me meaning I say brand but like the idea of the show has just been me I'm the only real drinker out there these days me and Stanhope I'd love to do a Stanhope me and him yeah. split the door and you do um, comedy at noon it's a co- show yeah. at noon so I go in that's fun I'll go in. Tour bus will arrive the night before. We'll probably okay. do a, we'll probably do spots at clubs the night before just to fuck around, keep warm. Um, tour bus will arrive night before, sleep, and then tour bus will head over to the radio station, uh, go in, do press at, from like seven till ten, and then at ten head over to the club. Shows at noon or not even club. It's going to be uh, theaters, small bar room theaters like uh, House of Blues. Oh, cool. Uh, I, mean, I say House of Blues, not House of Blues, but like. Uh, and we haven't even signed the deal, so we don't know where it'll happen. But bar that room, type yeah, of yeah, venue. That, that type of venue, like a fun drinking venue, the six thirty club or the nine thirty club, like, uh, like 
the 420 club, like all these fun, like, yeah. and, and it'll be like almost like a St. Patty's Day vibe. We'll do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday night, Saturday night, we'll do probably bigger theaters and do a night show and then go nice. right. And then Sunday have off, watch, uh, watch TV, relax, get our livers in health <laughs> and then go back Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's awesome. And, but, wow. but, but yeah, I don't know. It it's always feels fleeting. Like a cigar and yeah. I talk about that all the time. It always feels fleeting. Oh. You're always like, you're always like, will anyone see me this? Does anyone care if I come this week? Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> and it's you always about. Oh god, it, yeah. it never gets better. Oh, Even 20 years yeah. in. That's really like, That's tough to hear. Oh, <laughs> Do you know Chris Rock? So one of my my friends said that Chris Rock said there is a the big the best thing in comedy is to starve the market. Starve the oh. market, make them die and to see you. Mm. And I was like, I think my markets are anorexic. I think they're comfortable <laughs> with just being hungry. They're like, yeah. I'll pass. <laughs> you know what? I'm comfortable not eating tonight. <laughs> but like, but like, John Mulaney. I mean, I'm not to. I don't know John's business plan. I don't know John very well. I know him in passing. I can say hi to him and stuff. But uh, and bullshit about work. But like, John Mulaney hasn't toured in like I want to say like two years, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. now he's going out on tour and he's moving ridiculous tickets yeah. like oh. like like turn your head tickets Holy like shit. like yeah. 17 thousand tickets in wow. chicago oh my god he did twelve thousand tickets in dc in dc wow twelve thousand. Wow. put that in perspective i think we moved 1500 <laughs> yeah well that was also a small club like you well you let me just uh, just some perspective i'm yeah. still not moving twelve thousand. <laughs> I wouldn't fill up one of his shows, wow. but he just hasn't been on tour, and everyone's like, "Fuck, we love wow. John Mulaney. Yeah. We yeah. want to see John Mulaney on tour, and he's a great comic." Did he do that on purpose, or was that just it just kind of played John out that Mulaney's way? John Mulaney's just busy. He's yeah. got millions of things that he can do. Yeah, like he yeah. can uh, go. I'm going to spend the he's week on writing Broadway. on SNL. I'm yeah. going to do a Broadway show. Yeah, yeah. he's so a very different artist so than like than like someone like myself or or or, or uh, maybe like myself or Ari or Big J or. Mm -hmm. Louis Gomez or or Mark Normand, like yeah. we're kind of like more like just comics. Like yeah. he's a Rose jack of all trades. Yeah. He can head write a show. He can show run it. Like and you're much more accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not yeah. Bad to, right. to a fault. To a fault, you're, I would say. Yeah. Like I am Neymar, much more like accessible. You're like someone that you know someone could play with your nipples right after the show. A hundred percent. That happened to you. Was that when those oh. girls tried to hit you up for a? Th a threesome? No, those girls were those girls. I, I look. I don't trust anybody. By the way, <laughs> I, like I like I told you halfway into that, I was like, "This is how you get drugged and murdered." Like this you is you felt like that as a man? Uh -huh. Wow, being approached by two women. A hundred percent. Oh, that feels what? great as yeah. like a small. Well, lady. I'm so glad you're afraid too. Yeah, yeah. it makes me feel good. Well, I, we went. These girls were they were much younger than me. They okay. were 24 and 28. They were really Can't cool. They were dating. Things. They were le uh, lesbians. I love lesbians. Yeah, like legit. I get along very well with lesbians. Yeah. And they're like, hey, are you going out partying after this? And it was my last night drinking. Right. And I was like, I was like, yeah. But everyone's gone. They're like, well, we're going up to the strip club, Camelots. Do you want to go? I was like, yeah, I kind of do. And they're like, it's a gentleman's club. So it's like, it's high end. You you can eat dinner there. Like it's a it's it's like a cabaret club almost. And yeah. so I was like, oh, cool. So we went up and I was like, uh, and we got a drink. And then as soon as we got the first the girl's like, I'll go get us drinks. So I was like, cool. She came back and put all her drinks down. I went, nah, this is how that happens. <gasps> oh, but I'm, but I'm also wow. hyper aware of that kind of stuff. And so I went, cool. And then I went, I walked my drink back up. I was like, hey, can I get a new drink? I said, uh, 
this isn't what I ordered. And they were like, oh, sure. What did you want? I said, double Tito's and soda. And I got that. I said, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you make sure no one brings drinks to me except for you? And she Ooh. was like, yeah. So I sat back down with them. They asked. Uh, wow. They I don't think I've ever heard this from yeah. a perspective. Yeah. yeah. This situation. Right, yeah. Well, it's like, <clears throat> I'm, I'm a little bit of a, of a, it would be fun to have me in your apartment passed out and take pictures, I think. Yeah. Like, I've yeah. always felt like that. I've always well, felt I guess I just don't <laughs> expect it from you because you're such a guy. Like, you're such a man. You're not like one of these like kind of wispy, creative <laughs> yeah. LA types. Like, you're a, you're a dude, you know? Yeah. And then I, and then, and then, um, and then I couldn't enjoy it. And then they asked me, <clears throat> they asked me if, uh, they're like, you and your wife are in an open relationship, right? And I was like, no. I was like, not at all. I just not assumed in the slightest. Not. And they were like, really? And I was like, no. And they're like, I thought you said that on stage. I go, I did definitely did not say that on stage. Oh, my And they were gosh. like, oh, we were under the impression that you guys, like, were open. And I was so like. they're trying to make something happen. Nope. They're trying to I was like, I had a really good time with you guys. I got to go. And I wow. got up yeah. to leave. And I, I killed my drink and I left and I was like, and then I paid for everything. I didn't, I didn't want them to pay for anything because I don't think they were doing anything bad. I think they just wanted yeah. to hang out. Yeah. If they did want to have a threesome, thank you. But like, it's not going to happen. But, uh, yeah. but I, I just thought they probably just wanted to hang out. They were really fun, fucking cool and fun, by the way. They were really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, it's so funny. Can I tell you the one, the one thing I walked away with that night as uh, in my head was that I'm very hyper aware of like how... I was thinking of this oddly enough today. I'm hyper aware, like with it, especially with this Harvey Weinstein thing going on. I am certain I've said really inappropriate shit to women I work with. Certain. Mm-hmm. I've never sexually harassed someone. I've never made things uh, to a point where I was like, "Hey, you gotta, you gotta play to play ball to be on the Burt train or whatever." <laughs> I've never, I've never done anything like that. I've never, I've never come on to a woman I've worked with. I, I, yeah. I take that back. I've definitely fucked two chicks I worked with, but it was very consensual. Okay, one was right. the co-host, one was my executive producer. Uh, this was a long time ago <laughs> when I was like 26. But, um, but I've never been like that. I'm not that kind of guy. But I am aware that like there are things guys say to people, to women that. It, they have no intention of making them feel uncomfortable, make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And the one thing I walked away with that was, I was like, we were yelling for you. Because we're like, oh, they were like, tell Taylor to come. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I was like, Taylor. Were? And then I was like, how many times have I forced Taylor to stay out with me? <laughs> and then I was like, I hope to God. Because I did that in Nikki Glaser one night. I was like, yo, stay out. Hang out. Don't fucking go home. Like, hang out. I'm saying it because I was like, I don't want to be alone. Oh, I don't think that's disrespectful to women at all. It's just, I think, here's the thing with you. You're so, I don't want to say peer pressure because that sounds negative. You're like, nope, if a, peer pressure's right. You're like, if a sleepover <laughs> were a person. So you're just like, oh, that oh would be God. fun. It's like, fun. Stay up all night. Yeah. yeah, like, there's something so, bars. like, you're just like, I could sit in a cigar bar for three hours with some Russian guys and some a drunk couple I made fun of on stage. Why not? That sounds great. And then you get there and you're just like, this is not my scene at all. What? A, I'm not fun. How is Bert enjoying this? Yeah, exactly. yeah I just, I so that's what I mean by accessible. I mean, I've seen you just even that the story about those women saying like, well, we're gonna go to Camelot's. And you're like, all right, I guess sure. I'm, yeah. The the amount of. Mental energy it takes me just to stand outside after a show, a show that I did well, and I don't, I don't feel bad about how I did or anything, but just the mental energy and anxiety that I get, like, yeah. face me, and then you 
just go out and take pictures for 45 minutes and then you go who wants to get to know one another for three hours over drinks i wish i had what you have because i i wish i I, anxiety no no, i wish i could i wish i could shut it off and be like we'll see how it goes in chicago because i'm not drinking so like i'll I'll see i'll see how it goes when i'm like i'm like yeah i think i'm going home because when you get tired you know you want to go to bed like that's never happened to me on the road i've never gotten tired because like you're I don't drunk. Get, I don't get tired. You just I get, drink I'm, more. Yeah, I'm like, have more fun. <laughs> yeah. And so I've noticed that uh, I have le- very very little anxiety right now. I don't have any. I'm very relaxed. My heart, my resting this, heart rate. I was going to say, you seem real. And I've never seen you at home either, so I'm sure that's part of it. But yeah. you seem very, like, well-rested and chill. My resting heart rate is, like, 52 right now. Wow. It's, which is super low. Yeah. Like, normally it's, like, 70 or, like, 60-something. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's just, I'm, like, so relaxed, and I don't feel the need to talk to people. Yeah. Like, I've been really quiet. My whole family left for the weekend, and it was my first weekend home sober, and I didn't speak for two days. And I went... What? And I was like, I was like, whoa. I remember halfway through the first day, I was like, I haven't spoken yet. Yeah. You said that like, like a kid with a secret. You're yeah. like, and I didn't speak to anyone. And I was like... Just I, tickled. I came in, and I watched TV, and I was like, I was like, I think I'm going to go to bed now. And it's that, nice, like, right? How many times have you heard me talk about unassisted sleep? So many. In, it's so in funny. panicky ways. <laughs> And I laid in bed, and Priscilla got in bed with me, and I was just like, all right, I'm going to bed now. So I closed my eyes, and You're I went so to sleep. It was, it, but it's so, stars. I'm so, I was so embarrassed that, like, for 44 years, I had to drug myself to get to bed. Like, I had to, yeah. like, for, for probably the my majority of my adult life, 22 years at least, 22 years at least, mm-hmm. I've been drinking to go to bed or taking a Xanax or smoking weed to go to bed because I can't just do it on my own. And then here I am by myself, by myself, going, time for bed. The, the, <laughs> the panic that first night that was building up was insurmountable. Wow. And then I got wow. in bed. I put on, uh, thank God, Diners, Drivings, and Dives was on. <laughs> and I watched God Diners. bless you, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got in bed, but I fell asleep. And then, I, and then like a big thing for me is if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm up for the rest of the night. Okay. But I woke up. Because it was still on, and I turned it off and went back to sleep. I went, whoa. Damn. I slept eight hours that night. Is that weird for you? Oh, yeah. What do you usually sleep? Four, two. Four, two? Yeah, I don't sleep very much. Nightly? Jim is the same way, and I'm always like... Oh, is that what like, it takes to be successful? Yeah, two, uh, two and a half. Well, no, but it, by the way, it's not a healthy... Like, it's not a solid four hours. Like, if you look at my old... my my. Old sleep schedules, I look at it on my Fitbit, it's like two hours, three hours, three hours, two hours, an hour, oh, 30. God. And it's just like, it's naps throughout the day. Um, and then, but right now I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping a solid six right now. And then I am taking a, an hour nap in the middle of the day. This hot yoga is fucking destroying me. I was just, oh, I yeah. 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 That? yeah, I apologize. Ask me any questions. No, I know that, no, it's great. I know that I'm like, a, like, uh, I, I feel like I'm going through so many fucking changes right now. No, this is perfect. And none at all. So This is exactly <laughs> the type of shit we like talking about. Yeah. This is so, yeah. this was the first time you've ever done hot yoga? Was for Sober October? Uh, I did it one time with my wife. I'd always wanted to do it. I thought it was like right up my alley. Okay. I did it one time with my wife and I had a panic attack. Oh, but I was really? also boozing at the time. Ooh, so okay. I think I think the the panic attack I had initially... I get claustrophobic. It's one of the reasons I don't like scuba diving a ton. Yeah. Although I've gone scuba diving a lot. One of the things I don't like is someone telling me what to do. I don't like that. So when someone says, we went scuba diving with whale sharks. They're like, it's a 40-minute dive. 
We're going to go down. We're going to do this. We had like a whole map of what we're going to do. So once you get down there, no one can talk. So you got to really map it out. Right. I was like, cool. We got down to the whale sharks. After five minutes, I was like, all right, I'm done. I've seen the whale shark. <laughs> like, there's not much more you can do to a whale shark. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if I said, you're going to pet Priscilla for 40 minutes. You're like, oh, cool. And then you're like, fuck, man. I got, I'm got. i like getting antsy. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm um, good. Yeah. And so, like when you say a word too many times, it starts to sound weird. <laughs> so I... I had a panic attack that first hot yoga class. Oh, man. Did you stay I, in or did you leave? I stayed in. Oh, good for you. Oh, wow. Did you just lie down? It was, but it was only an hour. I okay. just, yeah, I lied down. Okay. It was only an hour. Then I went to the first one with Tom and the first, and by the way, Monday, I stopped drinking. So I didn't drink Saturday. Right. I didn't drink Sunday. I go to Monday with the class. Totally possible I might stroke out. Totally possible. Okay. Like, oh, okay. my gosh. Uh, and I go in and it's fucking hot and I am sweating if you have ever done Bikram, yeah, so I'm sweating during the breathing. Yeah. Oh, I'm God. sweating in the breathing. Yep. Yeah. I'm su- and by the way, I uh, cannot take deep breaths in that. I cannot get my breaths the way they want me to do it. That's where I start to get a panic is that sort of humidity and the cardio. No, wait. Where do moving. you go? Where do you go? So I really like white heat yoga, which is okay. on Magnolia. They're yeah. great. Um, is that 90 minutes Bikram or an hour Bikram? They have different variations. So they have so I like. I really like the I like the hour core me yoga. Too. I like core yoga has a great 90 minute Bikram or hour Bikram yeah. that I love. It's humid. Too, they put in humidity. Yes, and it's yeah. and you, that is that is all the calorie burn you get in a ninety minute, but crunched into an hour. I love oh, those hours. Yeah. I'll continue doing those hours. Yeah. The ninety minute Bikram, that first class, Tom and I did the the breathing. <laughs> we go into the first pose, and he looks at me and he's like, "We're only fucking seven minutes in." <laughs> and, and he's like, "We have and like they're like don't talk," and he's like, "Fuck them." He's like, <laughs> And and we oh kept God. looking at the clock and like losing our minds, going like, oh. "Are you fucking kidding me?" Oh, they should dude. cover the clocks because as soon as I look, no. like, why did I look? It's been two minutes. I can't like, even do regular uh, yoga. Well, There's no way I would last. I could never. No. Well, once it's you good, get though. once you get into Bikram, I believe, once you get into Bikram, you start. There are poses you look forward to and poses you hate. Like yes, child's absolutely. pose? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, we don't even do a child's pose. No. Really? I, don't even, I don't even know what fucking rabbit pose is. I like I get into it. I get into po? rabbit pose and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing here. My belly's too big. My forehead's not touching my fucking knees. My forehead doesn't touch shit. Like, and, and one time she goes, Bert, you need to. I go, I'm fucking fat. Like, it's not going to happen. And then the woman goes, there's fatter people than you in here. And everyone was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh, that's so, so LA. Bikram's twenty six <laughs> poses, and once you get your hand around it, once you're like, okay, all right, we've done. Uh, all right, time to get on the mat and right. get in and whatever the, the floor series, Nusagasa oh, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, the floor series. Then you're like, all right, we're on the home stretch. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but now the classes are moving a lot quicker. Yeah. That first chunk, I get done. I look up. It's thirty minutes in. Second chunk, we're done. I look up. We got 30 minutes left. It's that last 10 minutes that fucking kill me. Oh, yes. I'm like, I'm like, come on. But uh, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it. It yeah. wipes me the fuck out. I was going to ask, you feel like you're sleeping better because of it? For me, that's the best sleep I can ever get is in that intense heat for an hour. All that, I just I sleep like a baby afterwards. I want to do the late, late classes because if I could do a, like, a, like a 6.30 class oh, yeah. and come home at 8, yeah. I'd be out like a fucking light. It's the best, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But just yeah. come home, shower, and go right yeah. to bed. I'm going to stick with oh. Bikram. I'm going to stick with 
Bikram where, where I'm doing it because I like it. It's not there's not that many attractive people, so, <laughs> so it's like that's what I like in my exercise classes. A lot of in progress bodies. Yeah, oh, I don't have to impress I like anybody. Yeah. Beyonce's because then I'm like, okay, I'm going for that. Like it's motivation. Oh no, you're I also coward. Yeah, so no, you no, fit right in. Shut the fuck. I like the core <laughs> yoga. There are hookers in there. <laughs> like I went with my wife's best friend, and we went to uh, went to. Can I tell you by the way? Like, and I'm look. I am not a fitness is not my brand, okay. but I will tell you the benefits I feel that hot that hot yoga, yeah. all sorts, not just Bikram, hot yoga provide is for me, and I'm a fat man, plantar fasciitis. It strengthened oh. my feet so my feet so Whoa. much. Bobby Kelly needs to do hot yoga. Okay. I'm not even joking because big guys like us, we struggle with plantar fasciitis. What no. is that? I've never it's, heard of It is uh, heel spurs, technically. Yeah. It's oh. it's when, basically, it's it's the inside of your foot when you fuck up the tendons. Okay. And now I popped a, fascia, a plantar fasciitis Oof. in my foot, and that was fucking painful. But it's basically, Ooh. it's not stretching your feet out enough before you run, and you get heel spurs. Okay. It can build up a bone spur, or it's just the tendons in there are sore. And I've had them, and I've had them to the point where I couldn't walk. My feet are so fucking strong right now, and I'm running harder than I've ever run. I enjoy running, yeah. so yeah. I try to run... Yesterday, I'm running. I'm doing a half a marathon in November, oh, and I want to. I want to break two hours. That's like a goal. Yeah. So yesterday, the two days yesterday, I said, "Let's see if I can run. Let's see what I could run a 10k in." Because that's half of a half marathon. Yeah. And I ran it in under an hour. I could have run it faster, but I didn't. Because yeah. I knew I had hot yoga that day. Good wow. for you. So I was like, I was like, all right. Hitting so hard. Well, you know what? When you're not, not drinking. There's a lot more time. Uh, yeah. A lot more time? All you fucking <laughs> have is time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't imagine so how fucking boring prison must be. <laughs> like, just sitting there sober going, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, oh. It's 11 a.m. Are you missing yeah. the drinking at all? Uh, or are you kind of, you know, this is good, you know? I, I wish I could it? quantify this. Because I, I can't, and I, it bums me out, that as a comic, I can't really wrap my head around it. I've been keeping a journal about... Oh booze. wow! Um, about booze? About yeah, about because I've, I've I've had a real, real romantic relationship with booze in my yeah. life. Yeah, okay. Um, and I love it. I don't. I won't stop drinking. I love alcohol. I also realize how much I love marijuana. Mm. Like I never. I, I always thought marijuana was something. Like, oh yeah, at the end of the night or. I really, I really actually miss marijuana a huh. lot, and I never thought that would I'd ever say that. Yeah. When we started this challenge, for those of you who don't know, the challenge was set upon. By myself, I challenged Rogan, Joe Rogan, Ari Shafir, and Tom Skura in a marathon. They all said no. We bet you couldn't dr- not drink for fucking 90 days. And I, was, I accepted that. Then I was like, let's do 30. <laughs> and so we did 30, and they were like, well, you can smoke weed during it. And I was like, well, that doesn't apply to me. I, I won't smoke weed anyway. Like, yeah. I just I don't care about weed. So I was like, I'll just go start sober. I'm a little bit of a teetotaler like that. And, uh, th- and then Ari pulled weed off the books, which... Secret time was a fucking mistake. (laughs) Yeah, you were handling a lot of it in D.C. And it was, I mean, you were dealing with it like on stage, like checking your phone. Like, oh, some shit's going down, everybody. Show's technically over. You can leave if you want. It was, uh, (laughs) I would just say, and I don't know, I don't don't know what I can or can't say. But I'll just say. uh, Oh, this is the part of the sleepover where everyone's like, just tell us who you like. (laughs) I will say that it has been said by everyone. That they are shocked that I'm the only one handling this well. Yeah. Really? And we're talking about all my friends. They're shocked that it's me that's not having a problem. 
Yeah. Okay. Because the, the, they were like, we're doing this for you. We only did this for you. Right. It was supposed and to be now, like an intervention. Yeah. And now, wow. and like, and like, I mean, th- this has been public. I can share this. But at the very beginning, Joe found out we said no weed and he lost his fucking shit. <laughs> he was like, no, man. No, no. I didn't fucking sign up for that. No. <laughs> and, and then we were like, come on, Joe. And he's like, no, go fuck you. I'm going to smoke weed every fucking day. And, <laughs> oh, my God. And then, and then we texted and I was like, just for the record, it should be known that Joe is a bigger addict than me. Like, just for the record. And then Joe heard that, and he was like, "Oh fuck!" Like, and he was like, "I, th- I don't. I'm not speaking for Joe. I'm not. I'm not speaking for Joe. But I will say that he uh, he decided to jump on board as soon as that was said. He was oh, like, "Wow!" And so, oh, I'm, but look, that's his thing to say, share. If he wants to share it, he can share it. Right. I'm not sharing it for him. But, <laughs> but like, but, and then Ari <laughs> just. Ari's had some rough a rough run of it, I would say. That yeah. I'm not gonna speak for Ari, but it's not been pleasant. <laughs> How's Tom it's, doing? He hates hot yoga. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I can fucking do without the drugs and alcohol, but I mean fucking seriously? And like I'm really enjoying the yoga. I'm loving being sober. Like I'm well. loving all parts of it. And like at every I mean, at least three times we've all been on the phone and I'm the only one going, but guys, but guys. <laughs> I slept so good last yeah. night. <laughs> And, uh, and 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 uh, like I'm just in a I like I wish it was more epiphanous. I wish that I had had like uh, I wish that I was like I don't know. You wish you were struggling more. Yes. <laughs> you wish you were more of an alcoholic. <laughs> I mean, I wish that I was having a hard time with it. I wish that I really? was. That, yeah, because because then I would say, hey man, I gotta quit drinking for real. Oh uh, right. But like now I'm just like the only time I wanted to drink sincerely, uh, and I didn't want to drink on the flight at all. I was yeah, actually I was really ask because you have a lot of flight the, anxiety. Didn't have any anxiety. Wow. I showed up at the airport and I was surprisingly chatty. Wow. And I was like, because hey, you yeah. haven't flown sober in years, right? Years, years. Oh. And so when my first flight was sober, I told her when I got on the plane, I said, listen, I'm doing a challenge with my friends. Um, Just who you were sitting by? No, my, my the flight attendant. Oh. And I said, right. I'm doing a challenge with my friends. Uh, I go, I'm a, um, I'm a comedian. She goes, I know who you are. And I said, <laughs> oh, okay. I cool. said, well, I drink a lot. I'm a. I'm a, I'm a, the highest status you can get on American. Not even the one that they give you. It's the one that they invite you to. Okay. Like, I'm Ooh. that. And so I go, so they know who I am when I come on a plane regardless. But I said, listen, I'm doing a challenge with my friends. It starts today. I can't drink all month. I can't lose today. If I lose today, I will fucking, I will, ne- it will ruin my career. I really believe it will ruin my career. Because everyone will be like, oh, my God. Like, that's really sad. And so <laughs> she said, uh, I said, you can't serve me alcohol on this flight. She said, wow. okay. I said, listen, I will become very coercive. If we get into bad turbulence, I will be like, you know what? Fuck it. But don't do it. Don't do <laughs> oh my it. God. And she was like, okay. So I sat down. She came back. She goes, what can I get you? And I was like, I was like, do you, what other drinks do you have? And she was like, are you being serious? What other drinks what are there? I, yeah. I said, I was, like, I was like, I feel like I, I was, I could, normally I'd have like 200 calories with these drinks. So like, I'll take the calories. What do you have? And she was you like, Kool-Aid? What do you mean? I was like, I don't know. I want something like fruity, but light. I was like, it was really fun. And, and then she was like, how about a Sierra Mist? I go, I've never had one of those. You've never had a Sierra Mist? Why would I ever have a Sierra Mist when they have vodka? Yeah. So I was like, I'll take a Sierra Mist. And then she's like, okay. And then they came back with snacks. I was like, ooh, what snacks do you have? I was like, I was like, I'll fuck the calories. I'll, I'll oh eat. Oh, my God. I wish right. I was on the road with you this month. Oh, yeah. Just when you're just like, can I get a Sprite? Yeah. Oh. And so I had a really great flight. I landed. I landed. This is going to sound really childish. But I landed. And I was like, I was with Brendan Walsh. Uh, he was in D.C. that weekend too and i was like um i go hey you want to get a coffee 
Like I'd never done that. I've never landed and gotten coffee. I, I land and, I land and go to the bar and have another drink. Really? Yeah, yeah. And then wow. I'll, and then I usually I'll get some ice and pour a roadie for my ride home because it's traffic. It's like forty five minutes of traffic. Yeah. So I'll pour a roadie, come home, have a scar, and make another cocktail. Go to bed. Wake up, find out where we're doing dinner with all the families, and then I'll go to someone's house and we'll have dinner, and we'll have cocktails there. That's yeah. how my Sundays go. I was blown away by how much time I had, like how much, yeah. like how I go, oh, I got this whole Sunday. Like I gained a day. The, uh, the thing I kept saying is like people always go, oh, if you drink, when you fly, you're taking years off your life. Yeah, but n- not at the end. It's in the middle. Like you're missing days oh, that you don't get. Yeah. You don't get them back. You never. You come home blacked out, and you're like, and you're just like. Go to sleep, and then you wake up, and it's late. You yeah. catch the late football game. I came home. I went to a softball game. I went to <laughs> REI. I, I made it all this shit. And then I came home, and we had a catch, and I was like, and then I was nervous about going to bed, but I went to bed. I mean, when I tell you no drugs or alcohol this month, I, I haven't done no drugs or alcohol Ever? maybe in 22 Birth. years. Wow. wow. I was going to ask you, what's the time. longest span that you've done like, this for? Like, I did, I did, I did 21 days uh, on my 40th birthday, but I don't know if I didn't do Xanax. I don't know. Okay. Like, I know I didn't do it for big, long chunks, but I was, I wasn't doing it for a bet. So I would definitely, like, Xanax is something I, I miss too, because the tap out of a Xanax is really nice. The, no, the knowing that this day's over. Is yeah. really beautiful. Mm. Um, That's like what Benadryl is for me. That's like the really like nerdy version. It's yeah, just melatonin. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I took I took I melatonin and yeah. it fucked my dreams up. Oh, okay. yeah. I was like almost my lucid are dreaming. Fucked. I don't know. <laughs> I stopped taking melatonin and I started sleeping better. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, and then before that, I did six months sober. Uh, my wife dumped me because I got drunk and fucking. When said, you guys were dating? Yeah, when we were dating. Okay. And my wife dumped me. And I was like, because you like, said, because you got drunk, or because you said something stupid. I got drunk and was like, I wouldn't let a, I wouldn't let something go mm. at a party or at a uh. dinner. And I, it was, it's inconsequential. But the point was, I got done. She dumped me, and when she dumped me, there was no chance that we were getting back. But I went, I can't believe I lost this chick that I really liked because of booze, like yeah. because because I got drunk and I couldn't shut the fuck up. And I was like, that's not the guy I want to be. And I quit drinking. I went to an AA meeting. Never oh, go to wow. one of those again. Why? Fucking pointless. Uh, they're, they're, you, look, I, the one thing I'll say. Very, didn't work for you? Uh, yeah. But from what I, look, I know what everyone in AA is going to say is, the yeah, yeah, guys like you show up at one point. The arrogance that you have, that you believe you have, you're not powerless over it. You're powerless over it, bro. Find your higher power. Say your, admit, admit your guilt, you're powerless. Those are all, that works for people. That's great. But it's not me. And I went to that meeting. Yeah. I went to that meeting. I was twenty. I was probably twenty nine years old. And uh, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna." The guy I was with is a big studio wrangler. So like, studios hire him to keep an eye on talent when they're boozing too hard. He happened to be my neighbor. His name was Rick. He's a really cool guy. And he was like, uh, he saw me eating an Asian pear. And he was like, "What's going?" On? I was sitting on the. We lived in the hills. I was sitting above Hollywood Highland. He was like. Uh, going on and i told him what's going on and he said why don't you come to a meeting with me just hear what they have to say and i was like okay i was very open to it um and so i went to the meeting i remember thinking immediately uh, i definitely haven't hit my bottom because these people mm-hmm. are like they've really seen bottoms that i haven't seen 
Got yeah. It. Uh, and then one of the guys, the guy, and then Rick was like, "Just get up and talk. Tell them what's going through your head. That's all you got to do. You'll find out you got good friends here. They want. Everyone just wants to help. It's a good program. But the guy in front of me, uh, as a comic, the guy in front of me is like, "Oh, I had a really bad day. Oh." <laughs> I blew my landlord and then I lit his car on fire. Oh and I was my like, God. as a comic, I'm like, how am I going to fucking follow that? <laughs> and so I didn't talk. My I left. It's not the, that strong. Yeah, I left the uh, meeting and I was like, I was like, I just, I, I was like, I just didn't like how I behaved. And so I, I didn't drink for six months and then Leanne and I went to, got back together obviously and then went to. During the six months or after the six months? Uh, a week after. A week. Like, oh, okay. Because you but, were like, I'm not going to, was that part of it? Like, I'm not going to drink for a while? I, I was like, to I, need to, I, need to, I need to figure out what the fuck's going on with me before mm-hmm. I start. Like, I needed to figure out me. But I said, let's go to, let's go to Italy for New Year's Eve. So we oh, went wow. flew to Italy and I had a ton of money at the time. I didn't realize I was tearing through it. How um, old were you? Was this during 29. the Will Smith? Deal? I was 30 years old when we went to Italy. Oh, okay. no, it was after. I was, was at a couple TV shows. Oh, okay. And so we went to Italy, and we were in uh, Venice on New Year's Eve, and uh, and it started snowing. We were in St. Mark's. It was night. Oh, my God. And uh, we were on our way to go get something to eat, and it started snowing, and we went in and got something to eat. I went, this is fucking perfect. And I said, I got to be honest with you. I wish I could have a glass of wine right now. She goes, you can. And I was like, no. Nah. I was like, she goes, listen, are you, are you trying to prove it to you, or are you trying to prove it to me? Mm. I was like, what do you mean? Ooh. She's like, I don't care if you drink. It doesn't bother me. And I don't think you're a bad person. You're not a bad person. You had one fucking night where you wouldn't let an issue go, but that doesn't define you. I've never seen you like that before. Wow. Look, if you want to have a glass of wine, have a glass of wine. I was like, really? She was like, yeah. So I had a glass of wine, and it felt awesome. <laughs> like, and I, I just remember being like, I'm being like, being like I'm just going to have one. But then I was like, fuck that. I'm having two, and we're going to go get lost in the streets. And we walked around, and we went, and got, it was the most magical fucking night and we're still young and we were in love. I mean, we're still in love now, but like, <laughs> we're walking through the streets and we got lost in Venice. It's pitch black. It's, it must have been the day after New Year's Eve because it was dead out and it was okay. snowing. And we went out to St. Mark's and she's like, let's go find another bar and get another glass of wine. I was like, let's do it. It was fucking great. It was fucking Aww, great. And so, and that was the first drink I had again. And so, and so, I don't know what we were talking, how we got to this point. But anyway, um, when you, the last time you stopped drinking, yeah, for an extended but period so, of so time. Anyway, the the last time after that was my 40th birthday. Okay. Leading up to my 40th birthday, I lost a ton of weight, but I don't know if I was doing Xanax. This one has been very, uh, it's been very easy. The only time I've wanted to drink really legit, uh, missed it was at the Rams game. Mm. Rams oh, game was. Like, just, I mean, it just Is it because they were playing really bad? Or? No, no, no. It was. A, it was a, by the way, it was a great game. Me. I enjoyed the game. I did, it wasn't like it wasn't. Um, what I'm sure is like triggers for people, like like uh, some of, some of my legit triggers is uh, large crowds. I don't like large crowds. Oh yeah. I don't like lines. It wasn't to cope. It, was it wasn't just to cope. It was because that, of the it was atmosphere. That, it was a beautiful fucking day. Uh, it it was a beautiful day. I was with two really good friends. One of their ki- and one and, and his kid. I'm, it's just like I was like I want cold beers. Like this is a fucking yeah, football game. Yeah. Like and but I didn't drink. I when we came home. Everyone kept partying at our friend's house. I didn't want to drink then either. Yeah. But I was like, it would have been nice, but I was like, eh. You don't need it. I didn't need it. And then, uh, yeah, that's the only time I've really wanted to drink uh, this whole tr- this whole venture. It's been, I guess, what's today's date? The 11th. It's been 12 days that I haven't drank. Um, here's the problem, though, is that I don't, I really don't have a want to drink. Mm-hmm. So, like, and this is where it will become problematic, is that I'm going 
to Chicago. Mm-hmm. I, I, if if I can fly, uh, if I, if I if the flight is you enjoyable as yeah. the last one, mm-hmm. then I'm cool. I won't want to drink in Chicago. Like I, if I can fly there, I don't want to drink the whole weekend. Mm. And if I can fly home, I definitely won't want to drink. Then I'm, I'm with Stanhope on the 27th and the 26th. I'll want to drink around Doug right. just because yeah. he's so much fun. But I won't. I won't out of spite. Like that. that <laughs> yeah, point. yeah, yeah. And then you're the, so close. And then and then New Orleans is my first drink. It'll be at the 31st at midnight. Me and Ari. I can guarantee I won't want to drink on the thirty first, and I won't want to yeah. drink on the cruise. Nah, because like I feel I feel good, you know. Like yeah. I'm, yeah. And I feel I feel like feeling good shape. Like my heart rate, my blood pressure. Um, I'm enjoying running. I'm enjoying getting up and going. I'm really enjoying coffee. You gotta understand <laughs> when you're a big drinker, you can't have coffee. Stand up, and I talk really? about this all the time. Why? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. because you get the shakes. Oh, like if you're okay. a big drinker, not like like people go. I drink a lot. Uh, <laughs> can you use chopsticks in the morning? Like that's when you know you're a big drinker. When you yeah. can't use chopsticks, and you're like, fuck yeah. it. You just grab it with your hand. When your back hurts, and you're like, and like, and that and that's where I was before I stopped. You know. Okay. But that's why oh. you don't seem like an addict to me because you you just seem like you enjoy the social like memory making aspect of it the the have, atmosphere like we've talked about it because you've talked to me about why i don't drink and it's because i've told you like the only time i want to drink is when i'm by myself dealing with something in my head it's the worst time which is yeah. not the time you're supposed like, to don't do it's that <laughs> pusher but like we kind of yeah. i was like i kind of want to see her drunk i mean i really want to see her drunk we, yeah, well, no, I, I said, I, we tried to do this one time before i'm yeah. glad we've waited because it's i think it'll be better but yeah. we got to do one where we all get drunk. And we get Taylor drunk for a first time. <laughs> I'd ra- honestly, I'd rather get high than we get. We are going to get her high. Can we are going like, to get, get hammered. You guys high? get hammered and yeah. I'll get high. Would that be an acceptable do, substitution? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Because yeah. alcohol yeah. just has such a sinister quality, to me. and part of it is because of how I was raised. But it's also just like kind of knowing myself. I feel like I feel like it might destroy my life. Just get you real stone. I'll be calling you in twenty years, just like Bert. You're why I can't see my kids. So I'll put me in this group, but like some of us, uh, I think people think we got to lock down, but we're just lying to ourselves. Do you think you're lying? You seem like a pretty good family. No, 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 no. But I meant with like, with like the booze, like I definitely was lying to myself for a period where I was like, I'm fine. This is part of the road. And then I was like, oh, it doesn't have to be part of like, I only say that because like Ralphie and I used to say that to each other being like, Hey man, we're grownups. Like we got this, we're, Mm -hmm. we're fine. Like Mm -hmm. I go to a doctor once a year. I'm fine. Like I, my doctor says I'm fine. I'm fine, but my doctor never was like you're fine. My doctor was always like you should quit drinking. <laughs> you're right. Like, but yeah. but she was like you're fine. You should quit drinking while you're fine. Yeah. You know, oh, like, okay. yeah. and I go to a cardiologist, and I remember my cardiologist saying, "Hey, listen, nothing for nothing. You know how this is gonna end, right? Like, if you keep drinking like this, you know the ending." He's like, "Yeah, I got people that I that are." are much older than you that have lived this life and I'm watching them. You don't want that. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. And, and Ralphie passing. I, I was on a, I was with him. I uh, was like a year ago. We were on a cruise for a week and, uh, he was, he was not fine. Like, mm-hmm. but, but me and him talked and he was like, I'm fine, Bert. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine too. By the way, I was 265 pounds fattest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. I was drinking, Morning tonight on this cruise. It was a cruise also. Right. Yeah. Ralph, I mean, I'll speak candidly. Ralphie wasn't coming out of his room. Cruises uh, are sad. He was he was staying in his room for two days at a time. It was a seven day cruise. I maybe saw him a handful of times. But when we talked to each other, it was with love, and we weren't going to call each other on our bullshit. And I think a lot of comics are like, "I'm fine," and and I think that 
Like you look at Brian Regan, he actually is fine. Yeah, like yeah, he can go out and have a, a few yeah. drinks and then go home and and get a good night's sleep and get up and like mow the lo- like he does like <laughs> great, regular grown up stuff. Right. But then and then you see guys that aren't fine. And I think I was in that group and I like when I was on tour in Australia. I, I realized I wasn't fine. I was like, I was like, I gotta. This has got. I'm ready for sober October. Like this yeah. is this is bothering me, because I was like, I I fucking had twice where I had like took naps, but I felt like I was dying, and I was Ooh, like, yeah, and I was yeah. like, this. I'm not fine. Yeah. yeah. So I think I don't know if I could get to a Brian Regan place where I'm like healthy. I, I think the tour bus is gonna help. Yeah. Uh, I think a tour bus will help immensely. Because mm-hmm. uh, the flying is what I hate. I'd love to get on a tour bus yeah. and just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, immediately I went, take a Xanax. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, just get we... that Sierra Mist going. You'll be all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> any more questions for me? I mean, I feel like we should wrap it up, but I, I will talk for. I'll talk ad nauseum. I'll talk all night long. <laughs> I know. We don't want to keep you too long. We no. appreciate yeah, you doing this sort of How last long have we been minute talking? Yeah, it. hour 15. Oh, perfect. Well, we got another 15 minutes in us. You got it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> yeah. can't do an hour 15. Who does an hour 15? <laughs> I know your podcasts are just epic. I mean, you do. Are your fan, <laughs> fans upset with less than four at this point? Uh, yeah, they're a lot shorter now that I haven't been drinking. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, like I had Brian uh, Callen in here the other day. I think we did an hour 30 or an hour. No, I just listened to that one. That one was longer than an hour 30. He's so fucking smart. He's very smart. Yeah. And uh, and he's very funny. But uh, I, I feel like the drinking, the one I did with Big J and them, I mean, that was like four and a half hours. Oh, my God. And it was just... <laughs> It was just spiraling out of control. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just fucking drunkenness. Oh um, those God. will be fun to bring back. <laughs> Is I, Tito's your drink of choice? It has been. Um, I don't know what I'll drink when I go back. Mm. Only because I, I think it's... I think Tito's, it's so easy to get out of control with. Mm. Like, you think? Yeah, because... That's my go-to. I love Tito's yeah. and soda, but, like, I was doing doubles... Who knows how much they're really pouring in the drink? And mm. I was just murdering them. Like I couldn't taste the Tito's ever. It's so. I mean, it's <laughs> distilled six times. I feel like in terms of having a little bit less of a hangover, it doesn't have as many impurities as you know, like well shit. I wouldn't whatever. mind. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't. I always enjoyed wine. I loved mm-hmm. wine. Oh yeah. But it gives me <laughs> acid <laughs> reflux. I guess I go back to Tito's. I don't know. I don't really have the taste for it. Like I don't like. I've really been enjoying like juices and like. <laughs> And like water, like I, I'm like obsessed water. with water bottles. Like those like insulated water bottles are so cool to have. And you just all oh, just drink water all day. I love it. But the, you got to remember, like I never did any of that shit. That's like a you're kid like a coming to this kid. country, going yeah. like, yeah, you're going like, well, you guys have lollipops. Yeah, like yeah. I just love it. And, and man, you know what I've been fucking killing is chocolate. Oh, Dude. I was gonna ask if you're eating more sugar because of the alcohol. <laughs> like. A junkie. Yeah. And I can't shut it down. Making up for it. Is I, it like dark chocolate or I, is it like Kit Kat chocolate? I walked in yesterday uh, after I after a meeting or something. I, whatever we did. we I came in with the girls and I walked. I, I'm, I'm talking like a legit junkie. I couldn't stop my body from walking <laughs> into our cabinet and I ate two Fiber One bars back to back. So I was like, those are healthy. Ooh, did that like blow your shit up? They were the Fiber One brownies. <laughs> So oh, not really. Okay. Murdered two of those back to back, ninety calories each, and I was like, "All right, oh, you've got to have fixed. a brownie. Get you a real one." Yeah, you know what I mean. That man. doesn't like truly satisfy you, and then uh, you have too much of. Oh, oh, oh the story's more. not over. Yeah, we, we haven't even scratched the surface. <laughs> so then I go and sit in my recliner, and I 
look for the remote. I open the remote and realize that wherever I was last uh, at a podcast festival, they had uh, little snack snackable uh, Heath bars. Ooh, and I, I grabbed a handful, and so I was, and I had apparently put them next to my recliner. So I saw those, and I had one. <laughs> and as soon as I had one, I'm like, I'm eating all of these. So I ate all of them. <laughs> I ate a handful of snackable heat car bars, and I was like, ah, now the wheels are off. I'm not stopping. Yeah. So we have a we have a, a a thing of candy in our like legit box of candy in our oh what's like Ooh. like a legit box. I went in. I got Isla. Now I've got Isla on my team. I go, yo, are you up for two Reese's peanut butter cups? And she's Hand like, off the baton. She's like, you fucking know it. So we ate two Reese's peanut butter cups, and then she's like, see if there's a Butterfingers in there. <laughs> we took the big king-size Butterfingers. She had one. I had one. And I'm now I'm feeling sick. Oh she's feeling sick. I go, want to head over to Menchie's? And she's like, oh. God, I can't. And I was like, and then I went right to bed. Today, today I came home from hot yoga. I... I mean, this was like, I couldn't stop. I got in, I took a nap, and then I got up from the nap, and I was like, I'm fucking starving. I, I ate half a chicken, like, just got up, ate half a chicken, and was like, and Isla had bought, uh, like, a handful of Heath and uh, and score bars. Yeah. I ate a score bar so fucking quickly, and then and then opened a bag of chips and poured them on the table, because George was there to... <laughs> Poured them, dumped them on the table, and just started eating chips. And George is like, "What is wrong with you?" And I was like a zombie. I couldn't fucking stop. Oh my wow. god! Wow. I think the hot yoga also hits this kind of weird primal hunger after where we're that like, like beach hunger. Yes, yeah. yes. Like in the sun all day. Yeah. That yeah. Level yeah. Of heat and the cardio. You're just like, I need everything I see. So much more uh, than what you uh. would usually eat. Like just the amounts. Oh. Mm. I, I I go into when I take the girls to Menchie's every day after school lately. Yeah, and I Love go Menchie's. and I I do I literally get I do I go I'm just doing samples and then I do like four samples and then I'm like fuck it I'm just gonna get ice cream I'm gonna get Menchie's with no, <laughs> no toppings no. and then I put it on and Isla's like you're not getting magic shell and I was like all right magic shell <laughs> magic, magic shell is caramel but no candies <laughs> I I'm going through I'm really I'm eating a little bit like a wolf these days like yeah. I. I can't stop it, and I and and I think it's that a I was having so dumpster, many calories. Maybe. A wolf in a dumpster. Yeah. I literally <laughs> maybe a raccoon. <laughs> like this morning, I come out. I, this is a perfect example. I come out. And I, uh, I, I guess I worked out in the morning. I started cleaning out the man cave. Worked out. Had a cup of coffee. Yeah. I'm not eating for 12 hours. I'm trying to space my eating for 12 hours. Like, oh, I'm trying geez. to not eat for Why? 12 hours. That's really hard. It's. Uh, oh, so you only eat for 12? No, that's normal, right? Because It's not. It is It is normal, but try it, and you'll realize how hard it is. Wait, okay, so you're saying for 12 hours, you're mostly sleeping, and then uh, you only in a 12-hour period that you eat, right? I can only eat in a 12-hour period. Yeah, if so I if can bring it down to 11... Eight, oh. You if, can eat at 8, and then you can eat till 8 p.m. I, my last yeah. thing oh, I put okay, in my mouth was bad. at 8 o'clock tonight. Right. Now, I can have water, okay. but I can't even have... I, I try not to have coffee mm. until that 12-hour starts up. Because once okay. that... Because I think... I did that before, and I noticed that's when I lost all my weight. Oh yeah, uh, not eating you give, at night. You give yourself twelve hours to not eat. It's like a, it's like a, and I just saw this. Rogan had this girl on there that was like, I've been doing eleven hours and losing a ton of weight. Wow. And like if you, if you, if she, she has thirteen hours not eating, eleven hours of eating. Oh. If you cram all your eating into eleven hours, then. It, mm. it, that, that fasting, it intermittent fast. I don't know. What it's, I don't, yeah, so it's just kind of like I don't know. The calories are just burning. I she don't. Was just on the podcast. She was just. I just saw her, and she was talking about it, and I was like, oh. So last night I tried to do that, 
And I got to be honest with you, I was like, I had my last thing to eat at like 9.30, like 9 o'clock. And by 9 o'clock, I'm fucking ravenous. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, and I hadn't even had my coffee yet. So I had my coffee. I come here and start working. I At like 9.30, I think I had something at like 10 or something. Oh, no, I had therapy from 9 to 10. So I get out of therapy. I walked in, and I ate fucking three pieces of pizza like a junkie. Like, <laughs> went in and was just like covered them in hot sauce and just couldn't stop. And I was like... Okay, this isn't healthy. We got to figure a new way to do that. I was like, I, sh- I meant to make a kale shake, but that's not what happened. It's <laughs> a little different. Yeah, yeah. How, long How long have you been going to therapy? Yeah, I'm a long time. That. Yeah, yeah. I had a spin out in Knoxville. Uh, this is also, I do believe this is connected with my drinking. Is I will have emotional spin outs where my wife calls it firing hot, uh, but like I can't. I think the sky is falling. Like, for this one, I was supposed to go to Vietnam. I was shooting this thing in Knoxville for Travel Channel, and then I was going to Vietnam. But I had a, I had two days off where I could see the girls and then go to Vietnam. And they had, and they had fucked up the scheduling. Because apparently you lose a day going there. Mm. And so they actually, they had me flying on the 14th, but I was landing on the 14th. I had to fly on, the, like, the 12th. Or whatever to get there on the 14th and they didn't realize that so then i was flying home only to get on a plane as a matter of fact they were gonna have to bring my bags to the airport and i was gonna get on a plane and i lost my shit i i was like i was just falling apart and i was i was yelling i was in an, in a room going, this is not like my wife's like calm down calm down and I was just working. I was just doing day shoots, but I was drinking at night a lot. We were staying up until 2. So my shoots didn't start until like 10. Mm-hmm. And so she called a, a friend of mine who was working for Travel Channel at the time. It was my friend. and said, uh, go to the bar and get her a drink. I'm going to send him down to the bar. I'm going to fix this. Um, and, and can you help me fix this? And this person, everyone rallied around and fixed it. But the, I went down to the bar. And uh, my friend Anna was like, um, I was like, uh, what happened? And I was like, I don't know. I don't even know if I can talk to me. She was like, listen, don't worry about it. Your wife fixed it. You're going to be <laughs> fine. Like, yeah. they changed the production. You will be flying out. You'll have two days at home. You're going to be fine. I was like, really? She's like, yeah. By the way, could have totally been fixed on my part. And then she said, yeah. And I called Leanne. I go, hey, thank you. She goes, no problem. Listen, enjoy tonight, okay? Have drinks with Anna. Wake up early. Uh, work out if you can, but when you get home, you have therapy. And I was like, what? She's like, I'm getting you in therapy. This is not healthy for you. You gotta, you need someone to talk to. And so um, I've been with this guy for probably a couple of years, few years. I had some shit on my plate that I couldn't rectify. I couldn't wrap my head around. Mm-hmm. That I, I didn't know. I, I had guilt for, that, but I didn't know if it was qualifiable guilt. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I needed that off my plate. That I needed to get rid of. Um. And I did. I did entirely. Like, I was someone like, you ever, like, this is going to sound really weird, but do you ever have a friend who, get genital, who gets genital warts? And then all he wants to talk about is genital warts. And, like, every conversation <laughs> circles, circles around a genital You know, uh, one in four people have genital warts, you know, right? And you're like, clearly you have genital warts. Right. <laughs> like, I was like that with with a bunch of things. And I, and I didn't know where to put. With a bunch of STDs? Or no, no. Yeah. Okay. And so... And so I was with that about a lot of things, and and uh, this therapy therapy was great for me. It still is. That's I awesome. almost went. I almost went to twice. My therapist is really solid too. Like when I told him I was doing this no drinking in October, he was like, "I think that's a bad idea." Really? And I was like, "Really?" Because wow. I wouldn't do it. 
And then how unusual! I would have never thought. Well, of what a rock and roll therapist. <laughs> he, he was like, first of all, I don't think you have a drinking problem. Second of all, I think it's a bad idea. I wouldn't do it in a challenge. If you want to stop drinking, stop drinking. Don't do it for a challenge. Uh, and then, and then I realized the other day, I was like, I'm feeling. Uh, today, I said to him, I'm not feeling epiphanous. And he goes, No shit, you're doing it out of spite. Like you're yeah. not drinking in a challenge. Like you're not, oh, you're not uh, not drinking and having like real emotions you're not drinking because you know in fucking 31 days you'll start All drinking right. again and he's like so that you're not yeah sense. there's been no real change and i was like well there is change and he goes yeah try your best to find that but like he's like you're like your motivation is to prove joe ari and tom wrong that's your right. motivation. Yeah. It's not like to right. remember more of your children's childhood. He's like, right. yeah, that's all ancillary. Yeah. That's like like shrapnel of out of this competition is getting to spend more time with the girls and really That's shrapnel. Yeah, yeah but like the yeah. real fucking challenge is like, I can do this. Fuck you. Yeah. And yeah, so um, But that's the most motivating spite is <laughs> he said so to me, motivating. It really is. He, said, he said, I don't care what your motivation is. Motivation is motivation. Yeah. So if your motivation is spite, hey. Be healthy for a month. Try to wrap your head around what's going on. He's a he's a really great therapist. Uh, I was gonna go to twice. This is how good he is. I was gonna go to twice a week during this. Uh, yeah. And he was like, "Let's put a pin in that." He's like, "If you need it, wow. call me and I'll fit you in. But if you don't need it, don't worry about it. Like yeah. don't don't overthink this. Just enjoy it." And nice. I so I think I was overthinking it. I was looking at it, going, "What's my perception? How am I gonna like? How how am I gonna?" How am I going to talk about this? Will I talk about this on stage? Mm. And he's like, don't overthink it. Just enjoy it. And s- as soon as I stopped thinking about it, I just was like, I was like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what any of this means, but I'm, I feel really good. Yeah. Like I, yeah. It, uh, yeah. It seems like it's going great for you. Mm-hmm. It's going a lot so better than I thought it would. Your skin looks very glowy. Your skin does look good. It really does. I was if I think for even just one night, I can see in my face the next morning that it looks dehydrated. I look older. I mean it. If you were drinking the way you were and now you haven't for almost two weeks, I can actually see in yeah. your skin. Yeah. Really? Because I was really close oh, yeah. to you last time we were doing stand-ups doing makeup, and you look fine, but I just yeah. mean like, you look younger. And yeah, I, 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 the first thing anyone that went to the store, everyone said to me, God damn it, you look good. Yeah. And I was like, what? And they're yeah. like, you look really you fucking young. You look like young. you went on vacation. And I was, yeah. like, I was like, really? And they're like, oh, yeah. And I think a lot of it is just sweating so much. And oh, then that hot yoga? Yeah. The like, oh, uh, the clearing the pores and the hot yoga stuff? Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I, when, the first night I hung out with our friends, everyone was like, oh, my God, you look like you've been deflated. <laughs> like, you, and I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, you always look popped. bulbous. Like, but Less you look like puffy. you've been deflated. Yeah. Because yeah. my face does get really puffy, but you, I'm sweating so much out of my face during a day that, yeah. like, uh, that it, it, you got to be noticing it. But I think also that, I think also it probably has to do with the, with the running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm running like, like crazy right now. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, is not like I'm losing toenails. Ooh, like, it's, God. yeah. <laughs> it's been, uh, I, I, my, it, my body's like really taking a beating because I don't. Do I don't, elliptical. That's easier on your knees. I was doing. I do. My cheat is the treadmill. Like that's a cheat oh. for me because it's not real running. You do road running and you're like, oh, this is not the same. Yeah. As oh the yeah, you are sore the next the day. Earth oh. Can we just talk about real quick how cool Leanne is though? Like your yeah. wife is so cool. Like I like I. She's like the ideal partner for a comedian, I feel like. Specifically, like I feel like she was put on this earth like some people were put on the earth to be a nun. Like she was put on the <laughs> earth to be with a comedian cuz yeah. she's she, so cool. She is uh she is exponentially cooler than you even think. Like oh, I'm sure. I can't even like I can't even 
there's things that I that I couldn't tell you that I think that would bother you, but you go, well, that's the kind of person I'm with. Like that, 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 that like, like just like, uh, like, like we had sex today, and and like, but like she said things in there that that were so cool. Like, the, the, <laughs> like, like but it was like, it was like crushing it, bro. No, but, no. <laughs> You go after a big guy. (laughs) No, but it was like she was just she's just such a a cool person in that sense that like I don't know. Like she thinks about the other person. Yeah, she seems very go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it's like selfless. Like Yeah, selfless and very secure. Yeah. Yeah. She's very secure. She's very secure, but she's like I like I I can't even express it because like a perfect example is this all this podcasting equipment. Mm-hmm. I was like, she's like, you need an assistant. You need someone to help you out. You really need someone to help you out. And then I run into this guy, Halston, who's walking down the street with his girlfriend. And he sees me and he's like, Bert? And I was like, hey. And then we just start talking. And then I was like, yeah. And so she's like, yeah, buy it all. I don't care. Like, buy it all. Buy everything you need. And I was like, how much can I spend? She goes, I don't care. And and you're like, oh, cool. And then, and then I go, hey, I have a – I mean, this is a perfect example. I was like – the room was a wreck before you guys got here at like eight o'clock. Yeah. I said, "Hey, I, uh, those girls are coming over." I go, "Can you help me clean up?" She goes, "Or you can do it by yourself." And I go, <laughs> "Or you can do it and it'll be done in fifteen minutes with me." And then she was like, "Fine." So she just comes out and then just literally gets all the stuff that she knows I don't see as dirty, mm-hmm. like, and just does all the stuff that I don't recognize as problematic in cleaning a room. <laughs> yeah. And she, by the way, she did that all day today because we organized my table. Uh-huh. She did that the whole fucking day today. She is extremely selfish. So she's the reason we were talking about buying houses. She's the reason that we have this house is that she said at a certain point, if we don't buy a house now, we'll never buy a house. Mm-hmm. I, By the way, I was very comfortable living in an apartment. I loved apartments. Yeah. I loved apartments. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, let's do it. Let's just moving forward. Uh, when we bought the house, then she, I wanted to renovate, wanted to renovate. One day she goes, we're renovating. And then she did everything. She got the home, lo- the took the money out from the bank, uh, got the contractor, picked out everything. I didn't pick out one fucking thing. Wow. Did all of it. And then one day she goes, uh, we're getting a pool. I've wanted a pool forever. We're getting a pool. I come home, there's a big fucking hole dug. <laughs> and she's just that kind of person. Yeah. Well, I, I'd wanted a car. Like this is a per- this is a great example of selflessness. I wanted a car. Leanne doesn't give a shit about expensive things. She doesn't care at all, at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably to a fault. Like shops at Target, all her clothes are Target. Uh, Woman she, after and, Target, and, yeah. And by the way, anything yeah. anything on sale at Target, that's hers. Oh yeah, and she loves. It. I got this for six bucks. I'm oh, like, yeah, why bargain. would you spend fucking fifty and get something nice? <laughs> I am a label whore. I am legit a label whore, and she doesn't need anything. And so uh, we go to buy a car. I've wanted a car. I've wanted a car forever. Leanne's like, we got two great cars. We do have two great cars. Uh, one's our truck, which I love. I love that car. I'll always love that car. The other one's a Mercedes that's been infested by Black Widow spiders for two years. <gasps> oh, oh, my God. God. oh, my God. Oh Leanne's God. been driving that <gasps> when I'm in town. She's been bit by Black Widows twice. <gasps> oh, oh my shit. God. She just goes, oh, God. Ain't nothing but a spider bite. Like, <laughs> what? Wow. Yep. That sounds like a scene what? from Saw to me. She, she has oh. driven this car, uh, oh, no. driven this oh car, God. and I just can't handle it. And she's said. been bit by Black Widow. She doesn't know if it was in the car, out of the car. I'm not going to say it was in the car, 
but oh, she man. she's giving the spider like the benefit of the doubt yeah. like might have been on his home turf yeah. <laughs> <And> so, <and laughs> might so, have crossed his personal bubble <laughs> she's like it's a good car it's a good car it still drives why are we gonna oh. waste money both our cars were oh. paid off so she looked at it as we're saving 700 800 uh, 500 bucks a month every month she saw fourteen hundred dollars coming into our bank account yeah. and so she for uh five years those cars have been paid off five years we haven't had a car payment five years we haven't had a car payment yeah finally i'm like yo i'm making a dick load of fucking money i want a car like i don't want to be like i'm cool that i'm driving the thing but i can't i don't feel comfortable with my daughters and you in a car infested by black widow yeah. spiders yeah. I don't feel comfortable with charlotte's that. web this like, doesn't yeah, yeah. this doesn't sound outrageous by the way but she's like it's a good car it still drives great it's a great car. Wow. I go, I don't give a fuck. So we go to buy a car, and she's like, uh, and she's like, whatever car you want, that's what we'll get. And so I start like looking at expensive cars. She's like, we don't need an expensive car. We don't. We'll, she goes, we'll never fucking drive it. We have the truck. We always drive the truck. And so finally, I just go, I want this car. It's an expensive car, not too expensive, but it's nice. Yeah. And she goes, uh, and she just goes, fine. Like, literally goes, whatever you need, whatever. She goes, I know you. You're not, you're going to regret getting the cheaper car. You're going to regret it entirely. Wow. We're building the pool. They, uh, she wants this. The, the siding that put you put in the pool is plaster. It takes two weeks to cure. Or you can get one that's more expensive. It's $2,000 more expensive. Okay? It doesn't make or break a bank, in my opinion, if you're, when you're putting in a pool. Two grand doesn't change the price point of the pool that much. Yeah, you're already putting in a pool. You're yeah. doing fine. <laughs> yeah, and so I go, yeah. I go. let's get the more expensive one. It's going to look nicer, and you can swim in it that day. She goes, I don't care. She goes, let's get the cheaper one. Let's save $2,000. I go, no. And we got into an argument today <laughs> about it. I go, because she can't see. I go, what do you care? It's not, it's, we're going to have this pool forever. Like, we're going to, like, what the fuck is two grand? Is it going to destroy you? <laughs> And she's like, it's two weeks. You're telling me for two weeks I can't for I'll make two grand in two weeks by not jumping the bull. But she just is a very, 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 very selfless person. But there are times, by the way, I'll tell you the I'll tell you the times where you that where you go, wow, that's a fucking hard ass woman. Uh, I <laughs> fell off a waterfall one time and uh and fucked my back up really bad. I couldn't move, I couldn't get up. Oh my uh, gosh. I got stuck in a bed in a hotel room. They had to come in and get me out of it. I had to pee in the bed. Like it was oh, bad. Shit. It was really, really bad. I, I fell 15 feet off a waterfall onto my back. Uh, I had a gig in, a, in Aspen that paid. Uh, I'll tell you exactly how much it paid. I know you're very open about yeah. money. Paid 25 grand one wow. show. Oh, one oh show. my god! But it was a corporate. Oh. 25 grand one show. Leanne's like, I go, hey, uh, I think I'm gonna have to cancel it. And she's like, the fuck you are. <gasps> I, will, I will meet you in Asheville, North Carolina. I will get you on a plane to Aspen. I will wait with you in Aspen. I will get you on a plane from Aspen, and you will finish your fucking week in Seattle because the Seattle gig was really good. It was a guarantee. Yeah. And it was solid money. And, and she was like, and you will do Seattle, and then you will come home and you will relax. But you're doing those two fucking gigs. She's like, oh my grand gosh. total. We're talking. It was a big nut for. It was yeah. a big nut for five shows. Right. She was like, you're working. You're working. Wow. <laughs> Load up on pain pills, big boy. Drink if you need to. But you are fucking working. Oh, my, oh my so gosh. Her and Isla flew out to North Carolina, flew me to Colorado. I got, got, got on the plane, flew me out there. They stayed with me in Colorado, took care of me. How old is Isla at this point? This is two years ago. 
So probably nine. Okay. Wow. Island, yeah, Island's out in fucking Aspen going, or Vale going, this is fucking great. <laughs> she went sledding. She had a blast. Flew me to Seattle and flew home. And and wow. And then I was like, I was like, wow, that's a fucking she she looks at it like that. But then another, like I'll, I'll give you another shitty thing. Like I came home with that check, that twenty five grand check, and I put it on the table and I was like, twenty five grand, what do you think? Because that's you will, will all agree. You spend so much time making no fucking money yes. that the day you bring home a twenty-five grand check, you oh, are man. like, "That's what's up." I yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you, know yeah. She, do you know what she said? You got to remember, we only keep half of that. Oh, she sounds like the uh, voice in my head. <laughs> yeah. You don't get yeah. too excited. You didn't yeah. make twenty-five grand, buddy. You made half of that. I think I heard like, you talk about that on oh, stage once. I've talked about like, it a lot. It drives me fucking nuts. <laughs> Killed my buzz. <laughs> yeah, but she's that's that's who she is. But yeah. she's so smart. She every morning yeah. she wakes up at five forty five, gets up, doesn't wake me up, feeds the dogs, makes wow. breakfast for the girls, wakes the girls up, feeds the girls, gets dressed, and then will say, Do you want to drive the girls to school at like six thirty when Georgia goes to school? And I'm like Oh, you let me sleep every morning. You let me sleep. Oh, it doesn't wake me nice. up. She goes, no, I know you're up late and you need to sleep. That's her every. So yesterday morning or was it today? Yesterday morning, I woke up at 530 and I fed the dogs and started making breakfast. Oh. And at 545, she comes out. She's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I was like, I thought I'd let you sleep. She's like, I can't fucking sleep. You're up here. You're out. I can't sleep if you're working. And I was like, I can totally sleep when you're working. <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. That's she's incredible. A, she's a rock star. She's great. Yeah. I love her. I, I, I really do. Uh, I mean, I don't know what it's going to be like when our kids go to college. That'll be rough. Like when it's just me and her again. <laughs> Really? You're not looking forward to it? <laughs> no. Really? No. And Why? she is really... Because we've had these rodeo clowns of kids so distracting you? us. And that now and then when it's just me and her and we're both fucking old, and we're just like staring at each other going, so... You won't be old. Want to play Scrabble? <laughs> huh. no. You guys won't be old, though. She will. I'll be young. Oh, okay. oh my God. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's my big fear is that that is that like I'll... Like you'll run out of things to say? I guess. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure. You know, it's like, do you ever, uh, like, uh, I, I got my teeth knocked out with a baseball bat when I was 11. Oh, but if I tell six. you that, you go, that's horrible. But when it happens to you, you go, eh, it's just part of life. Yeah, it's totally. Like, it's like guys who lose limbs in war go, you know what, man? I heard this guy lose, he lost his, uh, his legs and his one arm. And they were like, how do you survive? And he goes, are you kidding me? I got an arm. He goes, yeah. I know guys without arms, without uh, both arms. Yeah. I got one arm. And, I, and you're like, oh, I guess you do see the up. So, so I think part of me goes, oh, it'll, maybe when we're that old, we'll, we'll be like, oh, this is fun as fuck. She's like, I'll just go on the road with you. And I was like, the fuck you will. <laughs> me and you on the road. Her being like, why are we going to a strip club with these two lesbians? <laughs> Yeah, she'll probably just go to bed, and then yeah. it's very chill. My uh, parents just got all their kids out of the house, and they're just like stoked. What do my they dad, do though? My dad put his clothes in everyone's closets, like they cleaned out all our rooms. <laughs> That's so they're hilarious. Blank. Yeah. My mom's gonna get new carpet, and my dad is—he put clothes. I saw him for dinner a few weeks ago, and he goes, "I uh, I put." All my golf. He's like, I got a golf closet now for golf clothes. Like, <laughs> he's all about it, oh, and he was funny. real freaked out. Too. Oh, when we got in this house, we had lived, we had lived like poor people our whole fucking lives. Yeah. And when we built this house, when we rebuilt the house, we put a walk-in closet in, mm-hmm. and, and a shower that you could fit in that you didn't, your arms didn't hit the walls. Yeah. Like we put a, like a shower that two people <laughs> with could, elbow we, room. Yeah, with elbow room wasn't a phone booth. Right. Yeah. And. uh that first time I walked in, uh, that first night we I spent the night here, I woke up, 
I took a shower, which isn't unheard of. You would never wake up wanting to take a shower in our old house. And the, <laughs> the way it was configured before. I took a shower. I walked into my closet and I picked clothes out as opposed to leaning into a closet and going, that shirt. <laughs> I put clothes on and then I walked out of the kitchen and she, she her eyes were wide open. She's like, isn't this amazing? <laughs> I was, and I was like, yeah. She's like, I can't believe we waited till our 40s to do this. Oh, my God. That's I was amazing. Like, oh, it was like the best. I, the Seguro was, I shared it with him. And he was like, he was like, oh, dude, Push and I were, they were so used to being poor that they had the one charger. So he's like, one day we're in the new house and the we got the phone plugged up to the wall and we've got our our phone all the way on the wall, and he goes, and I realized, oh, I have money. I could probably buy, like, a charging station to put by my bed and make this more convenient. And then in my head, I was like, I don't need to plug mine into the wall either like that. But you get so used to being so poor. Now, by the way, yeah. not like either of us are rich, but just being in the place where you're like, I could totally afford another charger. Yeah. Like, I could totally Forget. afford another charger. Yeah. Like, I had this little charging station because of that conversation with Segura, because I was like, I could get a charging station by my bed, by my desk, and then have all my chargers out and charge stuff while I sit there. I don't have to have a dead phone all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the best. Oh, yeah. It's like when you can order avocado with everything. It's like, yes. oh, I'm not even fucking worried about that dollar oh, fifty. It's so oh, great. But I am. I have done the opposite. Where uh, I went to the Rams game this week, and uh, it was me and those two guys and and his son, one of their sons, and the son Carter is his name. I like this kid. We fuck around a lot, and uh, I go, yo, I'm not drinking, and they're having beers. I go, yo, you want to go? Uh, let's go look at hats. He was like, all right. So we go in and. <laughs> I see this hat. I have a really big head. I have a size eight. So I see this hat that looks really cool. And I go, you don't have fitted hats. She goes, just in that one. It's the one I like. I go, oh, shit. So I go, oh, my God. I grab a size eight. And then I look at Carter. I go, you want a hat? And he was like, you'll buy me a hat? I was like, yeah. And he just grabbed a fitted hat. And he goes, I go, wait, you might want to check the size. He was so impulsive. He was like, so afraid I'm going to buy it from him. He goes, no, it'll fit. I go, no, put it on your head. He goes, no, it'll fit. I go, just put it on your head. He put it on. It's way too big. I go, and then he looks de dejected. I go, no, dude, they have your size in the hat. They don't make one size, and it just doesn't fit your head. We just got to find your size. And he got so excited. We both got so excited. We went, and we checked out, and neither of us pre checked the price tags of the hat. Oh. And they were so fucking expensive. They were like $53 hats. Oh, and wow. me and Carter were like, uh. But I was too embarrassed to be like, we can't afford these. <laughs> this is way too expensive for a fucking hat. And so we just bought $50 hats. And then I walked back and his dad's like, why would you buy him a hat? And Carter's like, they're 50 bucks. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have a problem. I don't look at price tags. Uh, I just buy things that I want. Oh, really? And I don't look at price tags. And that's a big fucking Oh my like God. I didn't do it for the all the audio equipment. Mm -hmm. Like I definitely looked at price tags. So I was like that can get out of control. But, like I've done that before with like, like, uh, but I went to I was in San Francisco and they had a North Face, an Urban North Face store, mm -hmm. right? So it's Urban North Face clothes. Okay. It's North Face clothes for people who work in a city. So does that make sense? So it's not like huge puffy jackets. It's like sleek it, stuff. It's sleek stuff. Mm -hmm. It's okay. like it's like stuff like I'm super active. I'm probably riding my bike to work, but I do have to be in a meeting. Right. Okay. okay. I bought these shorts that I have only worn once because they look ridiculous on me. <laughs> because they are for someone who is super active. <laughs> um, they are they are shorts that are like you know how like those you know those sweatpants 
that they're like tighter on the ankles. Yeah. They're shorts yeah. that are tighter on right above the knees. Like Peter Pan. Or like knickers. <laughs> yes, like a British kid, like a little English Y'all boy. <laughs> like a popper. <laughs> I go, uh, but I had never seen shorts like that, so I go, oh, I'm cool, I'm hip, I'll get these. <laughs> so I grabbed those, and then I was like, uh, I was like, do you guys, and then I was like, grabbed a jacket, a sweatshirt, and then I was like, um, hey, you guys have like a bag? Like I need, like someone to walk in this home, and I love fanny packs, let me get a bag too. So I grab a fanny pack, didn't look at the price tags. By the way, this store, they don't have this store everywhere. As I'm talking to the guy, and he's ringing it up. I've never seen a store like this. He goes, we only got one here and in Tokyo. And I went, holy wow. shit. Tokyo. There's no He's returns like, on that oh, one. Shit. <laughs> and I go, wow, Tokyo. He's like, yeah, it's more like, uh, like you know, this is obviously, it's, with the, and he goes, the price tag is much higher end. And I went, really? And I was like, <laughs> trying to catch a price tag. And I saw 175 bucks come up. And I went, wow, that's a lot for these. That was just the shorts. Oh, and no. I went, I went, oh, God. And now I'm embarrassed. And I'm like, oh, the sweatshirt's gonna be so much more. Pulls up the sweatshirt, like 195 bucks. The bag's fucking 130. And I'm like, Leanne would fucking kill me right now. Like, I'm like, oh my God. And then I'm like, I don't. So I I go back and I go, I got some uh, New York Face stuff. I put on the fucking shorts. She goes, those look fucking ridiculous. (laughs) She goes, you gotta return those. And I was like, they cost too much to return. I can't. I can't Wait, go back. That's then, the opposite. I know. Well, I know because then if I go no. to return them, he's like, "Oh, you couldn't afford them. You didn't know the price tag." Oh, really? And so <laughs> I have these shorts. They are so fucking disgusting, and I, and, and I, I, I can't them wear them. Now. And they're and they're not even a comfortable, uh, like material. Oh, they're not oh, even comfortable material. The point. The, uh, yeah. I don't know because I don't wear underwear, <laughs> and they're not a kind of short you can not wear underwear with. Yeah. They're like really oh. scratchy, so oh, like no. I have to wear underwear with them. So now they're super uncomfortable. They're really disgusting shorts. <laughs> yeah. The the fanny pack you've seen is that black fanny pack I carry with me. Oh yeah. How much That's is a great fanny? How pack. much does a fanny pack go for these days? That's, the fanny pack is really nice. Yeah. I will say it's a really nice fanny pack. Yeah. Okay. But and even it, a really nice fanny pack should be like forty bucks, right? Yeah. Or like two hundred yeah. tickets at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, that also. The sweatshirt. Yeah. Uh, the sweatshirt Isla took. She was like, "Oh, oh I love the sweatshirt," and I was like, "Uh." And it just what like and hits her she, right at the knees. Uh, she loves wearing my sweatshirts to school because yeah. she can just oh, hide she's them. The that's cute. That's so yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah, she did it one time. She goes, "Uh, I'm walking her to school, and she goes, I'm cold." I said, "Really?" She goes, "Can I have your sweatshirt?" I go, "I'm not wearing a shirt underneath this." She goes, "Yeah, but you can just walk home." I go, <laughs> "I go, yeah, but I'm cold too." She goes, "Yeah, but I'm gonna be cold all day. You can put on a new sweatshirt." And I went. <laughs> Are you serious? She goes, Dad, come on. So we're sitting outside of school. So I take off, take off my sweatshirt and I give it to her. She puts it on and she starts smiling. I go, what? And she goes, you're walking home shirtless in this weather? And I go, yes, I am, apparently. And she's like, I love you. And just walks into school. And oh then I just start walking away from her school. And everyone's looking at me like, who's this shirtless guy in December? <laughs> yeah, she is an interesting fucking child. How does how does she not have a show? Should be a yeah. real question. Yeah. She is... I. Part of me goes, someone's like talking about, oh, you're going to be a comedian one day? She's like, maybe. And in my head, I was like, no, there goes all my fucking material. Yeah. Like, I'm doing jokes about her that I don't even write. I'm not even yeah. writing them. I'm just telling stories about her that she just does that are like, like that kid, uh, Halston, was in the car with us. She goes, uh, she said, there are these batteries in the back of the car, but one's missing. She goes, oh, dad, they're defected. And I go, no, they're not. Def- 
I go, they're defective. But they're not defective, Isla. There's just one missing. She goes, no, Dad, they're defected. And I go, they're not defected, Isla. And so the whole time we're arguing about these batteries, I swear that was when we were pulling out. We're pulling in, and one of those... Uh, one of those boxes for the arms things is bent. The one on the car on the side. Uh-huh. And uh, Halston's like, uh, I hope that that uh, that arm isn't broken at all. I hope it's just the box. And Isla goes, you mean defected? And <laughs> both of us died laughing because it was a callback from when we first left. And it, it's, her brain just works in such an opposite, wow. like, a, just a different, almost like, it's really, uh, it's really hard to explain. Like, the way she sees life is so globally different than anyone in our family. Yeah, it really is in an artistic, spirited kind of way. Like she, uh, we got in a big fight last night because everyone, uh, Georgia wanted to watch the final Pirates of the Caribbean, uh-huh. and I was like, I'm gonna have nightmares. And Georgia's like, You're not gonna have nightmares. You've seen them all. You already know what they are. And Georgia's, I was like, I'm gonna have nightmares. I don't want to watch it. And then I went into this big tirade of like, Hey guys, I've spent my whole fucking life away from you guys. These are the moments I cherish. Aww. If we can all just have a moment where we all compromise, I go, Isla, if you have a nightmare, you can get in bed with me. And she was like, Okay. And so, uh, we watched Pirates of the Caribbean. It's four in the morning. <laughs> Oh my God. It's four in the morning, and I and I'm getting tapped on my shoulder, and I roll over, and she goes, "Hey, Dad, I had that nightmare," and I said, "Really?" She goes, "Yeah." She goes, "It wasn't about it wasn't about the movie. It was about rattlesnakes." Anyway, just wanted you to know I'm in here. Keep your hands to yourself and let go to sleep. What? Oh, she Keep wants your hands to yourself. Because <laughs> I because I have rolled over at times and thrown an arm over her thing. It's Leanne, and then she'll go, "No." <laughs> and throw it off. One time I woke her up from a Maui and it was I was getting ready to fly to DC to do a weekend. This must be like three years ago. And then we're I'm in bed with her. She's in Leanne's with Georgia. And it's like six in the morning. I go, yo, Isla. I go, let's get up and let's get our snorkels and let's go snorkeling when all the turtles are feeding. It's early in the morning. No one's even awake yet. Let's just me and you go down snorkeling. And she just rolls over and looks at me. And she goes, Leave me alone. <laughs> and I go, Isla. I go, Isla. Come on, I gotta get on a plane today at twelve thirty. Let's me and you. My car's picking up at twelve thirty. I go. Let's me and you go down now and go snorkeling and have some daddy daughter time. She rolls over me and smirks and goes, "Hey, you're tugging on a tiger's tail," and rolls back. <laughs> I literally sat there and went. <laughs> she has more statements for you pissing her off than you can ever fucking imagine. Oh my gosh! That was. She must have been eight. She said one time, she oh said to me, kid. she goes, hey, buddy, you're pushing buttons, and one day one's going to turn up red. <laughs> Is she making this shit I, up? I, or hearing it from I told you. I got a movie she watched. The first, the first thing she ever said where I realized this is a really funny child was, and this is an old joke I haven't told. I never told her in a special, but it's an old joke. She woke me up straddling my throat when she was maybe... Four, <laughs> maybe four. Not everyone could understand her, but I we could understand her because we lived with her. And she said, "Guess what's in my hand?" She had both of her hands behind her back, and I go, "I don't, I don't know what's in your hand." She smiled. And she goes, "A punch in the mouth," and hit me in the fucking mouth. What? I what? laughed so fucking hard. Oh I go, "Did you think of that yourself?" She was like, "Yeah, why?" I go, "Because I'm using that on stage." That's mine. Now. A punch in the mouth. She is. Jeez. Just such an interesting, unique brain of a person that you're like, like. Uh, she it, needs her own merch. Incredible. 
Yeah. <laughs> All of these things she needs. I, 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 she's, but but it's also like it, it is a very genuine. Like there's parts of her brain like. I'm gonna just I'm gonna empty out all these stories about her. Uh, first grade or kindergarten, kindergarten, she gets put on the bench. She knocked kid unconscious. Uh, <laughs> Holy not, shit! Not uh, like not totally unconscious, but knocked him out on purpose. And, for uh, why? Yeah. Uh, well, that's <laughs> great. What was in her hand? Nope. Uh, <laughs> so it's a really good question, Isla. What happened? Uh, we're in, she's in the office. Uh, Dad, it's his fault. And we're like. Really? She goes, I was playing Eyes Closed Karate. What do you expect? We're like, what's Eyes Closed Karate? What? She would close her eyes and just start swinging and doing karate moves. What? Eyes Closed Karate. Kid walked into it. She knocked him down. Kid cried. It's his fault. So I, so she gets put on the bench for a week. And so I go, we're, we're standing at that corner. That corner right there, right by the Starbucks. And Leanne says to me, you need to talk to Isla because we had, we're, they, were, they were having impulse problems with her. One time she got up in the middle of class. Uh, went to the bathroom, took her socks off, put them in the toilet, and flushed them. She didn't like socks. Came back, no socks on her feet, and sitting at the desk, and the toilet overflows. And they're like, who flushed their socks to the toilet? I was the only one without socks in the class. She's like, I don't know. I don't know. So, so by the way, there are so many. I have so many fucking amazing stories about the kid. One time the teacher asked us to come in. She's dyslexic. Asked us to come in and witness one of the classes. They go, we want you to audit one of her classes just so you can see how she really isn't getting the alphabet. And we're like, okay. Like, she didn't get the alphabet. She couldn't understand the alphabet. Yeah. Couldn't wrap her head around it. The teacher, Mr. V was his name. He goes, Isla, can you name any letter from the alphabet? She is fucking kindergarten. We're sitting in the back of the class. She nods. She pushes back on her chair so she's just on two legs. Looks at me and goes, is this a trick question? I swear to you. So she knocks kid unconscious. We're on the corner right by the Starbucks. And I say to her, I said, Isla, what do you think about being put on the bench? She goes, I'm fine with it. And I said, well... Well, doesn't that kind of stink that for break period you're on the bench? And she goes, Dad, none of the good games start until I get off the bench anyway. And I said, well, what about Lily? Your friend Lily. Lily Fromkin. I talk about her in my act. Yeah. I go, Lily. Lily's like really good kid. And I go, does Lily ever get put on the bench, Isla? Six years old? She looks at me dead serious and goes, Dad, Lily doesn't take enough chances. <laughs> I was Tony Robbins. I was floored, and I was like, "I don't know what to say." I don't. I mean, the the joke I'm doing in my act is the fucking funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. They're at softball practice. They're practicing without a ball. I'm fucking all that part up in the in the joke. I need to get it tighter, but like they're practicing without a ball because he's trying to get him get him to learn where the play is going to be, and uh, and he's like, "All right, runners on first, second, ground ball to Lily. Lily fields it, tags his." Base throws it out. Turbo play. Way to go, girls. I'm not I'm not exaggerating in the slightest. He's Isla's in center field. He's like, all right, base is loaded. No ball, right? Fly ball to Isla. And she immediately starts backing up and then turns around and starts running like it flew over her head. There's no fucking ball. I'm sitting on the sidelines going, all the moms are fucking laughing hysterically. And my kid missed the imaginary fly ball. And then throws her glove in the air like, fuck it. It's a home run. What are they going to do? Grand slam. I called her. I called my wife. And immediately I go, I go, you are never going to believe what she just did. I told Leanne. And Leanne was doubled over fucking laughing going, are you fucking shit? 
I can't express. I can't. I can't express to you clearly, and I can't do it on stage clear enough. Of literally, when he hit the imaginary ball, she started backing up and then watched it fly over her head. And started sprinting, and I and Leanne goes, "Hey, don't fuck, don't make fun of her, don't bring it up." And I was like, "I gotta say something." She goes, "Yeah, but don't make fun of her." So we get in the car. I say it different on stage, but this is true. We get in the car, and like finally, I'm like, "Hey, Isla, what happened with that fly ball?" She didn't even look at me and just goes, "Yeah, coach really got a hold of that one." <laughs> but, I, I can't tell if she's in on the joke or not. Like, I don't know if yeah. she, like, yeah. part of me is like, part of me goes, yeah. did she really think, fuck, I don't see it. Oh, I must be over. Like, part of me doesn't know <laughs> what her brain did right. in that. She right. had a, she had, uh, the bases were loaded the other day. This is the day I flew home sober. Mm-hmm. I go to her softball game. Bases are loaded. She crushes one in the gap between left and center, up to the fence, crushes it, and stands at home and just watches it. And everyone's like, run. And she's like, oh, yeah. And then starts running and doesn't even, the base is empty. She only makes the second base. She was too busy watching it. Like, Enjoying the fruits of her yeah. labor. And, and you like you play with her and sometimes it gets very frustrating because what she finds funny is not like isn't funny to like the average person. Like we had a catch yesterday and I go, I'm really tired. And, and I go. I go, let's have a catch. You know when your body just isn't clicking and you just don't feel like running around? Yeah. And she, I, I go, hey, pop fly. I do that to her every now and then. And yeah. she, I do it because she goes, ball, 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 and then catches it. And then she goes, pop fly. I go, hey, I don't need to practice pop flies. She's like, sure you do. Pop fly. And I go, Isla, I'm never going to catch a fucking pop fly. Like, I'm 44. I'm never going to be catching pop flies. So she kept doing it. And then and and she has no control of the ball over the ball because she's a fucking child. She throws it up and hits a Hyundai, and the alarm goes off. And she runs in the house, and now I'm sitting out there. The alarm's going off, and she's in the house. And I'm like, "Hey, you can't fucking do that." And she's like, "Wasn't me." Oh my god! She really is. I mean, I'm, you know, George is just a like. I say this. Whore, like I don't mean it like just regular kid. George is very complicated. Mm-hmm. Anna's just this fucking space cadet. You know, I told you I told you about the time that Leanne really thought she was time traveling. What? Oh. What? So so the every she, Leanne really thought that she was time traveling? So we so I asked me about time travel. That's right, a true right. story. Yeah. Um asked me about time travel one night. She goes, uh Hey, uh wakes me up in the middle of the night. Hey dad. Do you believe in time travel? And it's the middle of the fucking night. And I'm like, yeah, why? <laughs> she goes, is it possible that I can come back from the future to tell myself a secret? And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, why? She oh, goes, that's all I need to know. Good night. And just leaves. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, so I don't really think much about it. And, you know, when I do it as a joke, I definitely I, I, I put more into it. But I'm but I, I tell I tell Leanne. She's like, that's so funny. She asked me the same fucking question. So then one day, Leanne goes into the room. This is when the, room, the house was configured like the old house. She goes into the room. She finds this uh, small inch, one inch by two inch manila envelope, like one inch by two inch with four pills in it. Four, it looks like black beans. They're, they're big circular pills in it and with a stamp, like a faded stamp, like a stamp of an address on it. What? Uh, yep. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> I have chills right now. She comes out and she goes, yo. Did any of your friends leave any drugs here? And I go, no. I go, I don't think so. I mean, I know when, like, we I have drugs in here, but I, they're, I, I, the girls know you never eat candy in dad's 
man cave yeah. because you never know what Uncle Joey left. Like you never <laughs> leave. Like yeah, you, yeah. There's certain rules. Yeah. Right. And I go, no, there wouldn't be in the house. And she goes, I found these. Now it's got, I'm going to fuck this up. It's got a 213 area code, but it's a Santa Monica address. Okay. So what that means is, so 310 was the was the later version. 213, all, everything in LA was 213 at one point. This okay. is creeping me out. Yeah. And so it's got 213, but a Santa Monica address. And I go, it's a doctor's office. So I Google the doctor. He's been dead for 13 years. What? He's been dead for 13 years. And I'm like, okay. So I call the number. Doesn't, no one answers. I, I Google him. Dead for 13 years. I look at the pills. They just look weird. So I go to Isla. I go, yo, where did you find these pills? And she goes, oh, don't worry about it. I said, no, where did you find these pills? She goes, dad, don't worry about it. They're not mine. And I go, whose are they? She goes, dad, don't worry about it. And I go, Isla. And then I go to Leanne. I go, is she really fucking time traveling? Like, like oh where did these God. fucking pills come from? And Leanne's like, well, maybe it's from the last person who lives here. And I go, no, that, the house was fucking empty. Like, completely empty. And And... And so now I'm like seriously going, like, where the fuck did these pills come from, Isla? And she's like, Dad, don't worry about it. like, oh my like, won't god, tell you. and wouldn't, and, and then didn't have it. And then when we brought it up to her again, she's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <gasps> like, so uh, Leanne and I were like, she's just weird enough that she might be time traveling. Like I told you, I wanted to do it. Never my resolved it. There's never no, resolved it. What? Never resolved Did you find it. out what they actually yeah, were? What, what the pills were? Did you like Google? Tell. They didn't look like any pill I'd ever seen in my fucking life. So wait, where did, did you, you guys find them? them? Did you like uh, like crush I, them or like see what it looks like on the inside? No, so no, weird. no. I I'm I actually may still have them. Where did that? Do you see like a caddy with pens in it? Uh, um. It was fucking weird. creepy. You guys found them in the kitchen. You said found them on her desk. Oh, how weird! Just open yeah. out in the open. But she, you know, wow. she you know what she used to do uh, when she was a baby. She would talk to Leanne's grandfather, who had passed away, <gasps> in her room. She would talk to Pop, and Leanne was like, walked in one time and goes, "Who are you talking to?" She's like, "I was talking to Pop," and Leanne's like, "Is my Pop in the room?" She's like, "Not anymore. He was," and I, and Leanne Whoa. would go. Leanne would be like. Oh, like I have goosebumps all yeah, the time. Like, had you told her a lot about him, or did she just? She, I, you'd really have to ask Leanne. I remember Leanne telling me about that and going, Leanne believes in that shit too. Yeah, yeah. So it could have been very innocuous and it fed into whatever dialogue Leanne wanted to have in her head. But uh, I remember Leanne saying that Isla would talk to Pop. Isla was a, f- yeah. She fucking cra- well. Boy. Everything that you told us, like quoting her, all those like comebacks. What yeah. an old soul! Yeah, just I a mean, really. I mean, smart. where did she learn those things? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I used to think of that. I used to go like, "Am I telling jokes that happened on Disney Channel? Like, did she see this on Disney Channel?" Oh, and, like, I see. That, like, part of me would be like, like she would, she'd come up with things that you'd be like, like, and the kids do that. Like, yeah. What was the? There was a. They would they would sing this pancake waffle song that they heard on something, and you go, oh, "That's funny," and then you find out it's from a TV show. Oh, so part yeah. of me used to go, "Like, am I am I just doing Disney Channel jokes and I don't know it?" Yeah. But yeah. but uh, but yeah, I, it's interesting to watch her and Georgia interact interact because Georgia's so Georgia will be in therapy at, at one point. Like she's like me, she's emotional. Yeah. Like Isla's a lot more like Leanne. Had Leanne had a supportive parent system. Yeah. Like just independent, different. Like 
Well, I came out one time. We used to have a trampoline out here, and it was raining. And I came out, and Isla was sitting on the trampoline, crisscross applesauce, hands out like this, meditating. <laughs> and, and I was like, I go, hey, Isla, what are you doing? And she goes, shh. Oh. So what are you doing? She goes, Dad, I'm meditating. Leave me alone. She must have been seven years old, eight years old, just meditating. That kid could start oh, a cult, man. probably. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Yeah. People she, will follow her. She is very. Uh, she is. She's very well rounded, especially with friends. Like she, like she can call bullshit on a friend really quick. Yeah. She's like, yeah, she's trying to show off, Dad. I don't like it, and then just writes them off. Wow. So, yeah. She's dead to me. George is yeah. not like that. George is like, no, she spit in my mouth, but I'm we're cool. <laughs> George is a lot more like me. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like just emotionally, like, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Have you ever just like had been like, hey, honey, come here. Can you tell me what my palm says to you? Like, have you ever just tested her psychic abilities? <laughs> no, I bet she does. I bet she does have some sort of psychic abilities. Yeah, it sounds like she's on some wavelength. Yeah. Yeah. The some best is level. the best is she's really funny when she's not trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if you saw the video of her shaving my back. No. Oh. <laughs> so fucking oh funny. Oh my god. It's a it's a promo video for my Chicago dates. I was like, "Hey Chicago, uh, it's Burke Crusher. I'm coming your way October 19th through the 21st. I'm just getting ready." And then I I I move and you see her behind my back shaving my back. I go, "How we look?" She goes, "You're good, dad." Like she was. She did. She do it an actual job. She actually shaves my back. Because yeah. you said at the beginning of stand-ups doing makeup that they got a hold of your razors and just like had like layers of skin like folds <gasps> coming off of their face, and I will what? never ever oh. forget that. I love that was so hard to hear. Isla shaved her face with a razor when she was a baby. Oh no! And just took skin off her face. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Yeah, and it started with she was shaving her ass. For Georgia, she right. was going, ah, and they were laughing, and she was like, <gasps> and then blood started coming out. Oh, and then Georgia walked out. She's like, I think Isla might have cut her face. <gasps> and we're like, huh? And Isla came out, and she's like, oh, my is this God. bad? And we were oh. like, oh. <laughs> Such a graphic oh. visual. Oh, no. Kids are fun. I, I will say the kids are fun. And by the way, I, I, all these little things I, I share with you about Isla, the thing I don't get out of Isla that I get out of Georgia is like this. This is, the, this is a day I'll never forget parenting in my life. We're, we're getting ready to tear down the house. Georgia and the girls had the back room where the kitchen is now. Uh-huh. They had the back room. And Leanne and I stayed in the front room where their room is now. None of this was there. And so we're getting ready to move Georgia and Isla out of her room. And Georgia's not having it. She's just being real bitchy. Like, she doesn't want to do this. I think she's in, like, sixth grade, seventh, sixth grade, going into sixth grade. So Leanne says, why don't you go back and talk to her, see what's going on. So I go, hey, baby, we got to move. We got to get you out of this room. She goes, she looks at me. She goes, just one more day? And I went, what? She goes, daddy. And I sit down on her. She goes, sit down with me. I sit on her bed. And she goes, all my childhood is in this room. When I when we when they tear this down, they're tearing down my childhood. And then she looks at me dead serious and goes, I don't want to grow up. And I was like, Oh my God. And then she goes, I don't want to stop being your little girl. I don't want to be a big girl. And she starts sobbing, crying un unconditionally, like just sobbing. And she just says, Daddy, I love you. I love you so much, Daddy. I don't want to grow up. I don't want to grow up. And I'm like shaking and she's sobbing and she pulls away and she goes, Daddy, you can cry. And I start sobbing uncontrollably. She's like, I love you so much, Daddy. I love you so much. I love you so much. And I am sobbing, crying. We're both sobbing, crying. (laughs) And literally, Isla opens the door and goes, "Uh uh-huh, and shuts it. (laughs) 
<laughs> but like you'll never get that of uh, like you'll never get that emotion out of Isla. Yeah. She won't ever show it to you. If you hurt her, she just fucking shuts it off. Yeah. She's like like literally Georgia says I love you to Isla every time she leaves for school and I was just goes, <laughs> every fucking time. But those Georgia has that vulnerability, that that a way to like to get in on you. Yeah. That you're just like, oh fuck. Wow. Like yeah. it. Yeah, it's I'll, I'll never forget that day of parenting oh. my entire fucking life. Wow, that's amazing. Oh, like there's there's other parts like I, I I say this and look if you don't want to have kids I understand there are people listening going I don't want kids. There's other yeah. things like I remember when we went to this new school. Georgia didn't know anyone. She's going into first grade, and you're uh, it's weird as a parent because you're you're vulnerable with them. Yeah, and sh- and. Uh, and we're all getting ready. Everyone's going to go take them to school for their first day. Isla's in kindergarten. George is going into first grade. Isla's in pre-K. George is in first. That's when she flushed her socks on the toilet. It was in pre-K. Okay. <laughs> um, and George is in first grade. And uh, we're sitting out front. And Georgia comes out. She goes, hold on. She's first grade. She goes back and she gets a fedora. And she comes out with a fedora. <laughs> and you can see it in her eyes. Like, I look cool, right? And you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, you little human being, you just, oh, you just want to be as cool as you can be. Oh, my God. Oh. She's always been that kid that, like, yeah. that, like, you can see everything going on in her head. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Please like me. Please like me in my fedora. Oh. And that's, by the way, that is so me. Oh, yeah. That is yeah. so me in yeah. so you many ways. You did see me on YouTube. Like, so many times. So many Do you want times. the cigar in my mouth? Yeah. <laughs> I, so many times, like, she has, has panic sometimes. And so many times I want to go, don't worry. It gets better when you get older. You can get drunk. Like, oh. you're going to love it. Like, go away. I want it. Like, there was one night I wanted to give her a Xanax. So we were at a big dinner party. I would never give her a Xanax, well, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, like, we were at a dinner party, and she texted me, and she said, and we had a sitter for her. She goes, I need to talk. And I call her, and she's sobbing. She goes, I'm having a panic attack, Daddy. I can't oh. tell the babysitter I don't trust her. I need you home now. And I went up. I went, I'm leaving. And Leanne's like, what? Where are you going? I go, we'll talk about it later. I love you. I'll be, I'm not, I'm going home. And everyone's like, wait. So, and Leanne comes out. Is there something wrong? I go, I can't share this with you. George is having a panic attack. I'm going home. Enjoy the rest of your night. I took an Uber fucking home. I got home. I walked in. This baby said, you're, you're early. And I was like, well, you're done. I walked in. George is in her bed just crying. And I just go, baby, it's going to be okay. And she was like, oh, like I was her hero. Man, those, I, and it sucks oh that she's God. growing up now because you're like, you're like, fuck. Oh. Like, I don't want her to grow up at all. Yeah. Oh, but she'll have more panic attacks about other things. Yeah. Boys. Adult panic oh, attacks. Yeah. That's it. true. Yeah. The boy, well, she hopefully those boys me. handle panic attacks as well as you do. No. Yeah. Get, she is going to get her dick knocked in the dirt uh, well, a yeah, number of fucking times before. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing! Yeah. Oh, that like yeah. made me all weepy. Yeah, yeah. got the best that's stories. So Father daughter stories. Well, by the way, if I was drinking these all in stories about me, fucking shirtless. But now that I'm not I know, drinking, this I'm was like, because so, so, I listen to your podcast, I love your very podcast. Sweet. But this is a very you were very different. I think I have a lot of female energy in me too. Like I yeah. always felt very feminine. Like meaning, like I connect better with women than I do with men. I always you feel think? like I 100%. think hundred percent. Really? That's interesting. Uh-huh. I don't I'm think s- people would guess that. No. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I'm so uh sensitive, like really sensitive. I don't get uh I don't I have a hard time with dudes. Like I like interesting. Like I have a I have a, I'm okay with like sensitive dudes. Oh but yeah. like uh like I don't get the like I never got the like uh mentality of of like uh Oh, the like shitting on each other? 
I don't like it. Yeah. Like I remember in our fraternity, I was like, uh, everyone there uh, the lounges where you'd come in and they just all everyone make fun of you. And I remember one time being like, "Hey guys, wouldn't it be great if like when we walked in here, we made each other feel better?" And then we yeah. like all felt better oh. about ourselves. Yeah. And then someone was like, "Faggot!" And I was like, uh. "Okay, <laughs> all right." Happen, uh. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, you're not like a roast battle guy. Uh, no. <laughs> oh god! Yeah, like when they they offered me to do it too. last year. And I, I know. Was like, I was gonna say because you seem like you're in that world. I'm like, I'm sure they asked you. I was like, no. I told Jeff Ross, I go. Hey man, I'm way too sensitive. I go, yeah. you could say something about me, but it would it would break my heart. Yeah, because I'd be like, I'm like, is that really what you think about me? Yeah. Like yeah. I remember Jim Norton said something about me one time, <laughs> and I, and I, and and it I it like hurt my feelings, and I was like, and I had to say something to him after. I was like, you don't really think I'm that guy, do you? Yeah. He's like, no, dude, it's a joke. And I was like, okay, thank you. And then I'm still, I was like, oh. It's yeah. hard though because those roast jokes people do have to try and like get in deep and find yes. some kernel of truth yeah. and uh yeah that's a tough place to open yourself up to where it's like you have to be mean and you have to take people being mean it's like ooh. well yes. i already know what you're gonna say about me like i already know what people think about me and like 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 uh like I, one of my biggest one of my biggest things is like i think it was before that the machine story went viral and the only reason it went viral is because kids in my class were the first ones to comment. And right. so anyone who saw it was like, wait, this is a true story? Yeah. Like, and, that, and, and then I was like, fuck. Because one of the biggest things in my head about that story before then was that people would think I was lying about it. Uh. Like, by the way, by the way, here's pictures from that trip. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's you me and You just have them on hand. Yeah, oh, so, my God. Oh, that's hilarious. So, like, uh, no, I just, I was cleaning the thing, and I saw them, and I was like, oh. So, oh my God, that does not look like you at all. Really I know, right? It's so different without facial hair. Yeah. yeah. I know. Um, yeah, what are we at? Thank you for doing this. No, yeah. This is two hours and 36 minutes. Wow. Oh, we're like, wow. we got 15 yeah. more minutes <laughs> and an hour after that. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much for doing this. No, Seriously. I appreciate it. This You're is the great. king of podcasting. Yes. Uh, uh, do you want to plug great. anything? Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll oh. be with Taylor on the road. <laughs> all right love it um, all right yeah we're just gonna sign off i mean you guys signing up more yeah. than subscribe for. to self-helpless if you haven't yet on itunes and yeah. um, oh write us a review we'll send you a t-shirt yes we got our new shirt and we're enough. super excited you send review you send t-shirts people write reviews if Pick our favorite like the best one every week and oh, we, nice. uh, send yeah, a free t-shirt oh i love glowing reviews oh, oh, oh they're so nice little treats yeah all right thank you guys i appreciate it start saying guys at the end of this thank you ladies Oh my God. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Oh, shit. I just said, guys. <laughs> See you Bye. later. Why won't it?